Kisisa Sheni, chapter 31, Pasuk, verse 18, Perek Lamed Aleph, Pasuk Yudches. Vayitain el Moshe, and he gave to Moshe, Kichaloisay ledaber itoy, when he finished speaking with him, Bahar Sinai, on Mount Sinai, Shnei luches ha'evet, shnei luches ha'edus, two tablets of testimony. Luches even stone tablets, ksuvim be'etzba elikim, written with the finger of God. Says Rashi, vayiten el Moishem, that he gave to Moshe. Zakrashi, now we're going to read about the story of the eagle, which is placed over here in the Posik. Um, after the instruction about the Mishkan and the uh, vessels and the garments and the big dikuhuna, etc., etc. So Rashi says, but ain mugdam mumokhar batoidam. That really there is no chronological order of earlier or later in the Torah. Because Maiseha Eagle, which we're going to read the story with the golden calf, was Koidem, was before Litzivui Malachas Hamishkon Yom Ram It was many days before the command of the work of the Mishkan. And uh, basically, uh, the work of the Mishkan is in the portion of Truma and Tzave, and the beginning of Kisisa, uh, what we just learned. Because Sharei B'Shiva Osar, what's the proof of this? Sharei B'Shiva Osar B'Tamuz, Nishtabru Aluchas. The 17th of Tamuz, the Luchas were broken. That was 40 days, that was when Moshe Rabbeinu came down after Matan uh, Torah. Uh, when he came down after the 40 days that he was on the mountains. And Ubayim ha Kippurim Nisrat HaKadosh Baruch And in Kippur, the Ebrister, uh which was after the another 40 days later, those are another, another 80 days. So that's why uh, only uh, Rashi learns only on Yom Kippur after Hashem was Nisrat Yisrael, that's when Hashem told them the tzivui uh, for the Mishkan. Uh, the tzivui of the Mishkan was not said before they were forgiven. Only after forgiven, that's when Hashem told them about the Mishkan. Because um, we see that um, Moshe Rabbeinu was pleading the whole time with HaKadosh Baruch to forgive them. And um, so it's um, it would only make sense that that, that is an expression uh, of Hashem's forgiveness is telling him to build the Mishkan. And Ulamachar, the day after Yom Kippur is Chilu Benidvas Hamishkan. Rashi is telling you the day after they began the contribution of the Mishkan, and it was stood up on the first day of Nisan. Why is that so important over here when they began the Nidvas Hamishkan? Or when it work, when it was finally put up a bechad minisin. Rashi's point over here is that the command for the simulachas amishkan, even the command, 
uh, had to be after Yom Kippur, after Nisrat Sakhaj Barakhali Yisrael. Because before that, it wouldn't make sense for Hashem to tell them to build the Mishkan if he was in Nisrat. And um, Rashi doesn't learn that the, um, like some of the other Mepharshim, that um, the, um, possibly, that we can possibly say that the Tzivui uh, from Lech Samishkan was given in the order together with the Parshish Mishpatim. So first came Mishpatim, then they came the, the the tzivui for the Mishkan, and then of the um, of the big dikuna, etc. All the the, the parshias in order, but then Moshe uh, Rabbeinu broke the luchas, and he didn't tell them after, and after because Baruch was nisratzim. According to Rashi, the whole Melachas Mishkan. According to Rashi, I think we'll see later on. The whole uh, command of Tzivu Melechas Mishkan is connected to the um, to the atonement, so it doesn't really make sense to have the atonement at the Tzivu even the Tzivu Melechas Mishkan. The Melechas Mishkan was as was the reason for that. Uh, for the, t- the the atonement was a reason for the for the tzivu melachas amishkan. Rashi is not so clear. It just says be makipur nisratz because baruchli Yisrael. But Rashi says clearly that it was koydum letzivu melachas amishkan yomim rabim, and uh, so it seems like that the tzivu melachas amishkan was on yom kippur. Now uh, it was a lot of work on yom kippur because Shem says lach to kitvarecha and then everything on that yom kippur, all these parshes that we learned. The entire construction, everything was done in those two days, in one day on Yom Kippur, because the next day they began the Nidz HaMishkan. Actually, Moshe Rabbeinu came down on Yom Kippur itself. So, part of the day, okay, we'll learn later on about this. But in any event, um, we'll see in Rashi that this took place when as Rashi will say soon, uh, this was the Elam Ishpatim that we learned. And over there it says it went up to 40 days and 40 nights. That was the Parshish Mishpatim. Um, Quantity-wise, the way we have it recorded, Parshish Mishpatim is um, is uh, small relative to the Parshish of, of uh, Truma, Tetzave, and the beginning of Kisisa. And that was done all in one day, and here he was 40 days. Also, it's possible there was the Pshat and Rashi in the end of Mishpotim that the honor was Machas and the that the first six days Hashem did not teach him. There was just a time that he was separated uh, in the honor. Uh, it requires precious Rashi said over there. And the Rashi, Rashi, Hashem gave to Moshe. Not Kichaloisa without a Vav, Chaser, without a Vav after the uh, Lamed. So it's not Kichaloisa, but it's Kichaloisa. Shinim Sarah Torah Bimatona, the Torah was given to Moshe as a gift, Kichalo Luchosen, like a Kalo gives it to a Chosen. 
Shaloi Hoyach, what does it mean? Why, what does it mean? It was given out like a Kalat or Chazan. Shaloi Hoyach, a little bit cooler, because Moshe was not able to learn it all in such a short time. So, how does the Maton to a Kalat or Chazan as opposed to a gift? When you're saying it as a gift, meaning more than he can do on his own. Uh, and then also the question is, what is the Lil Moid Kula uh, to learn it all? What is it, what is included in all? When we say, is it during that first 40 days? We know the later on, the second time, Second Luchas, the was also a lot more the you know, pilpul and other things uh, that came along with the second Luchas, um, but basically um, couldn't learn it all. Uh, Rashi says all the chukim mishpatim. Rashi says leilam mishpatim. That's what we're talking about. So the, even the chukim mishpatim, leilam mishpatim, that all the other laws that are connected, it was too a short time to learn it all. It had to be in Matan. But what is the emphasis of matona as a kala gives to a chosn as opposed to a regular matona? The Kher is saying is he needed to give us a gift, not as a, something that he was able to uh, comprehend. Dabar Akhar, another thing, is given kikalosi. Ma kalo miskashetis besri marbo kishutim, bride adorns with 24 ornaments. Haina amuri besefer yushaya. Those are uh, said in the Sefer Yishayim. So, Avtamut Chochem, also a Torah scholar, Tzorich Li is Boki, Be'esim Barbos Forim, needs to be um, uh, expert or uh, possess the knowledge in the 24 books of the Torah. So, Tamut Chochem needs to be Boki, Be'esim Barbos Forim, those are the Kalosi, those are the Kishutim, those are the ornaments that uh, Hashem gave to Moshe like a kala. He gave him to like a kala together with the 424 Svarim. So, Rashi says, right there, when he finished speaking with him, what did he finish speaking with him? Dr. Rashi, the statues and the ordinances that are Mishpotim. What does Rashi mean to say with Achukim? The Pesach starts off, Eila Mishpat Mashtasim Lefneim. There's no Chukim over there. Rashi adds the words, L'dabir Itoi, Achukim V'amishpatim Sheva Eila Mishpatim. I don't know. So once he finished speaking with him, this Chukim Mishpat V'eila Mishpatim, the Pesach says, it doesn't say, Ki Chaloisei L'dabir, when he finished speaking. But it says David Ito is speaking with him, actually with him. Moshe would hear from Hashem, then the Chayzim Mishenim Salach Shnam Yachad, and they would go ahead and repeat the halacha together. So it was Ito; he was with him. So when he finished Bahar Sinai, and so when did this take place? Um, this took place. On the fortieth day, so when he finished speaking to him, so he gave him the shnei luchas edus. The luchas lachas kisshoyish teim shavus. They were both equal. 
Pasik Aleph, Perik Lamed Beis, chapter 32, verse 1. Bayar Ha'om, when the people saw Kivoshish Moshe Loredes Minahar, that Moshe was late in coming down from the mountain, Bayikoil Ha'om Al Arin. So the people gathered against Arin, Bayimru a love, and they said to him, Kum Ase Lonu. Elohim, make for us gods, Asher that will go before us. Kize Moshe Ha'ish, because this man Moshe, Asher Ha'elonu Me'eretz Mitzrayim, who brought us up from the land of Egypt, we don't know what has become from him. Now we already left, learned before, that when Moshe went up on the mountain, this is in the end of Parshish Mishpatim in Perak Chavdalad Posik um, Yud Gimel Yud Dalad. Um, it says over there that Vayakom Moshe Veyeshua Mishor Sevayal Moshe Haralikim that Moshe went up to the mountain, but Velazkenim Omar Shmuel Lonu Bozeh to this Kenim he said that you should uh, say stay over here Adasher Noshu Valeichem till we return to you. Um, again, to return to you, as Rashi said, Yeshua stayed over there the whole time, so both of them will return. But then it says, "Vini Arin v'Chur imochem." Arin and Chur. Chur was um, Miriam's son, son of Kalev. Rashi said, "Mi badvarim yigashalechem." So apparently, so over there we see he left Arin mainly in charge. So therefore, vayikoil ha'omal Arin when Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't there. Look, Rashi. As the Targum translated Loshun Ichur, that he is delaying. It's a language of delay. Which we find that this chariot is delaying in Shaftim Heichov Ches. Or Vayachilu Ad Boish. And they waited until it was uh, late um, in, uh, again, it's over there in Shaftim. So what happened over here? So Rashi explains. When Moshe went up to the mountain, Omar Lohem, he said to them, At the end of 40 days, I am going to uh, come back. Because as the Pasik says to, uh, Hashem says to Moshe Rabbeinu, that uh, come up and be with me for 40 days and 40 nights. Actually, in the end of Parshish Mishpotim in Pasik Yudches Perich of Dalet, the Pasik doesn't, Pasik doesn't say that, that Hashem says to him go out for 40 days. The Pasik just says, Vayim Rashem HaMoshe Eilai Alei Eilai Hohore Vahyesham. But in the end of Pasik Yudches, in the end of the Parshish Mishpotim, it says, Vayim Moshe Bohor Arboim Yoim Varboim Loilo. Um, but apparently, uh, Moshe knew uh, before he went up, that he's going to go up for 40 days and 40 nights, because this is Rashi saying, that he related to them that uh, he's going to go there for uh, for 40 days. Uh, and um, so Rashi says, so he said to them that he's going to come down, he's going to come to Soipar Boim Yoim Anibo, Betoich Sheishos, means within the sixth uh, within the six hours of the day, meaning basically the day starts at six. By twelve o'clock, he'll be down. Kisvurim heim. So the people thought she'oyse yoyim she'olam min haminyan 
that the day that he went up was part of the count. Um, but he really told them Shlemim, uh, whole days, which means that 40 days with the nights. So you need 40 days together with forty with the nights of that 40th with it. But the day that he goes up, the night is not with him. So, that makes a question like this. Sharei b'shiva b'sivan ola. On the seventh day of Sivan, he went up. In the middle of the Rashi, Kiboishish Moshe. And um, I just want to mention that in Parshish Mishpatim, um, Rashi uh, does say on Pasuk Yud um in Perik uh, of Dalad, um, when Hashem says, "Vayemer Hashem el Moshe Eila Alei Eilai Hahora Vehayeshom Rashi Taiches Arboim Yoyim," and um, that is that even though in the pasuk it doesn't say how long, but Rashi adds that this is what Hashem told him Hayeshom Arboim Yoyim, because as I mentioned earlier, uh, of in the pasuk at the end says Vahi Moshe Bahar Arboim Yoyim Barboim Loy. But here Rashi says he just told him the Arboim Yoim. But this is the same Arboim Yoim, L'chaira, that Rashi is talking about over here. He says, V'omar lahem eshleimim. So, um, he says, K'sha'olam Moshe l'har omar lahem l'soif Arboim Yoim ani ba. How did he know that l'soif Arboim Yoim ani ba? That is because Hashem told him Arboim. Now, Rashi says, um, So that means that you need 40 days uh, with the nights. That means uh, the night that proceeds, you need 40 full days. So, the day that he goes up, the night is not with him, is not with that day. Um, and Rashi says, Shari b'shiva b'sivon olam. Because Moshe went up on the mountain of the Shiva B'Siva. Now, the thing is that in Parshish Yisroi, uh, in the Pasik, when it says, Rashi brought down over there um, the two days, uh, between Rabbi Yosi and the Chachamim. So actually in Pasik, in Pasik, um, Pasik Tazvav Perikutes. So Rashi brings down that Yosef Moshe Yemechad Medaitik Div Rabbi Yosef if Udiv Raya Oimer B'Shisha B'Chaydish Nit Aser Asadibris Loisim Moshe Klum the Shloish Yom Kimal Yemashlishi. So that means whether Martin Torah was at Shishi B'Sivan or Shvi B'Sivan, uh, Rashi leaves open over here. In this uh, pasuk, um, um, later on in uh, Mishpatim, in the pasuk Pshat uh, pasuk again, it says Vayishkoin uh, Kveid uh, Hashem in pasuk Tezayin Perik Chov Dalad. It says Vayishkoin Kveid Hashem Al Har Sinai Vayichasei Hu Anon Sheishes Yomim. And by Yikra al Moshe, by Yem Hashvi, Metoy Chaonon. 
And Rashi tells Vayikra Moish Vayim Ashvi Loimana Seres Hadibris. And Rashi brings down Lachatchila Vayichaseyo Noha Onon Rabbi Seinu Chilkim Bedava Yeshmem Emrim Elu Shisha Yom Shemirish Chodesh Ad Atzeres. So that is Vayichaseyo Onon Sheishus Yomim. So here is Vayikra Moishe Vayim Ashvi. Vayim Ashvi would mean that Matan Torah was given on Yom Hashvi. Um, so um, then it means that uh, it's like Shittus Rabbi Yaisi that Bishvi need not But Rashi brings right away down, uh, and then it says the rest. Then there is Vyesh Emrim by Chasuan Lamoisha Sheishis Yom Laachar Aseres Adibris. This isn't talking about before Aseres Adibris. So then. We can uh, say that would be like the other opinion that Matan uh, Torah wasn't Shishi Besivan. Here, Rashi just says Shari Beshiva Besivan Allah. That Moshe Rabbeinu went up to the mountain Shiva Besivan. Does this mean that Matan Torah wasn't Shiva Besivan? Um, possibly, I mean, just uh, thinking that possibly. Uh, when Hashem says Vayemer Moshe Hashem Elai 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 Hahora Vayeshemar Boim Shom, so even if the Matan Torah was on Shishi Besivon, which was on Shabbos according to the Mando Amar, uh, because the Kol Alma be Shabbos did the Torah, so it would be Yemer Rishon. Uh, maybe he went up. Hashem said Elai Elai. It doesn't mean that he went up on the same day of Matan Torah. And Kolal Yosef, we know where Bahashkoma. The day of Matan Torah, Moshe Rabbeinu has gone up already a few times, up and down. So maybe Al Moshe Even if we say Bishisha Bishivon, the Matan Torah was, but Moshe was the next day. So that would still be Bishiva Bishivon. Or Rashi says here Shari Bishiva Bishivon. Maybe Rashi goes here according to the opinion. That he brings down the end of Mishpatim in the first opinion, like the Dasar of Yesi, that the Torah was given Beshiva Beshiva. But this is not so clear. I don't think it's absolutely clear from Rashi what Rashi holds. But what we do see from Rashi is that it was Beshiva Beshiva Allah, that Moshe Rabbeinu went up on the seventh day of Sivan. So whether we can say that Beshiva Beshiva Allah, that's, that's if Matan Torah was Beshisha, he went up the next day. And when Hashem said to him, Alei, that was in the next day, uh, Alei. Or it means Bishiva Bishivan, that according to Rabbi Yaisi, and he went up on that day. But the Aliyah was on the seventh day of Sivan. Nimtza, so Ktrashi turns out that Yom Arboim, that the 40th days, Bishiva Osor Betamus, is on the 17th of Tamus. How does that come out? Because if you start with uh, seven, this is the seven. So from if you have the seventh day, the eighth, ninth, and tenth, that would give you four days till the tenth of Sivan, including the seventh day. So the seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth, that's four days. Then you have uh, another from eleven from the eleventh day till the twentieth day is um, is another ten days. And from the twenty first to the 29th, because uh, according to this cheshben, it was a choser. Nisan is a mole, it was 30 days, but uh, uh, Iyar was a choser. So you have 
11 and 9 is 20, and it's 24, together with the 4 days. So you have 8, 9, 10, plus the 20, plus the 9 is uh, together. Um, no, I'm sorry. Uh, so um, I meant to say you have 10, plus 9 is 19, plus 4, you have 23. Now, on the 17th day, um, so... Um, Let's backtrack for a minute. Um, if he went up on the 7th of Sivan, and we don't want to count the 7th of Sivan, because since 7th of Sivan doesn't have a night with it, so the first day that we want to count, starting the 40, Moshe is coming down on the 40th day. But we start counting, we have to start counting from the 8th. That's the right way to count. Not to start counting from the 7th of the day that he gone gone up, because the 7th day doesn't have a night. If we start counting from the 8th, so you have the 8th, 9th, and 10th is 3 days. And then you have, and then we have from the 11th to the uh, 20th is 10 days. And then we have from the 21st to the 30th, actually, was not a chaser, we have to say according to Rashi. So we have it till the 30th, so we have 20, so we have 23 days. And then when you add the 17 days of the month of Tammuz, so you have 23 from here, then you have to add 23 plus the 17 days. So on the 17th day was the 40th day, if we shall count, beginning from the 8th day from Ches Sivan, because we're not counting Zion, because Zion doesn't have a night with it. So Moshe actually came down on the 17th, and that year was a mole, was 30 days. That's how we have 40. And then uh, what happened, Bishish Osir, but on the 16th of Tammuz, which was the 40th day starting from the uh, 7th of, uh, of, uh, of Nisan, 7th of Sivan, the 7th of Sivan, uh, the Sotan came, and he sort of uh, mixed up, uh, brought confusion into the world. Um, and showed a semblance of darkness and Afelo uh, is pitch darkness and virvuvia and confusion. He showed that. First, he apparently was irvevesailam. He brought confusion to the world. He sort of created that confusion. Then he showed that confusion, an image of a, a semblance, a semblance of dagna felo and virvuvia, and that was loimar to say vademeismoisha that Moshe has definitely died. And lekach bo irvuv And that is why the confusion has come to the world. Um, this was the rationalization. Omar lahem, so the Sultan says to them, Meis Moshe, that Moshe has died. Shekvar bo sheish shoiz bo, because he said up to six hours, Rashi brought down before, he says, b'teich sheish shoiz. Sheishos came already and he didn't come. Kedisa Mesech Shabbos Daf Peites, as it says in Mesech Shabbos Daf Peites. 
Rashi vii efshel leimer we cannot possibly say shalei toel biyemama unon that they didn't mistake in a full day but in a cloudy day bin kaidem chatzoyis bin lacher chatzoyis so the mistake consisted that Moshe Rabbeinu came down after chatzoyis you know Moshe came down by chatzoyis but they thought it was after chatzoyis and that's why they did the sin but they didn't make a mistake in a full day we can't say that because Moshe did not descend till the following days as they got up early the next day, next morning so we see that Moshe didn't just come down that day he came down the other day so we have to say there was a whole full day that there was a mistake now in the Pasuk over there in the, in the Mishpat it says so it teaches lechera ois. It specifies he was there for forty days, and for forty nights. So Emerson. Uh, so if Moshe Rabbeinu would have come down, actually on the sixteenth, then he would not be there fully arboim loylo. Um, he would only be arboim yoyim because he would be missing the uh, the night of. Um, of the day that he went up, the night of the Zion. Uh, if you count the Zion, the Torah specifically says before that he was there not only Arboim Yoim, but he was also there Arboim Loilo. Um, so, also, it's interesting that he told them the union of the Seich Sheishois. Why is all of a sudden the Seich Sheishois, not in the morning, or why is the Seich Sheishois? So, if Moshe Rabbeinu went up on that same day, of of the um, of of the matan Torah, and matan Torah was in the morning, and you know Moshe the Sarasadibris, and Moshe got down to the har and warned them again, as we learned by the Sarasadibris, he had to go back and up, and then also Hashem says to my Davish Moshe, Atem Risim Kimine Shemaim Debarti Mochem, that was Kemasich Lesas Lochem, what it says in the end of of of, of Parshas Yisrael, so. If that all took place, then Moshe Rabbeinu had to go up on that day. So then Moshe Rabbeinu probably was a half a half a day that was in the morning that was until midday took up with Matan Torah. So maybe to give it the full 40 days, he needed to have the Mitzarev, he says he got down to make up for the for the six hours uh, maybe that he wasn't there by Hashkama. Because he just went up on this sixth day. That's if we're saying that it was Bishiva uh, Basivan, the Torah was given Bishiva Basivan. Um, but we have to um, see if we say um, that it was a. Um, I mean, the Gemara discussed it in Shabbos over there whether the uh, Yamim were, where the Chaydish was a Molay, but according to this, if it was Bishiva Basivan and we needed to be on the 17th of Tammuz, then L'chayrir had to be a mole in order to get the 40th day on the Shiva Sibetamos. So the Pasik says, they asked for Asher Yelchul Lefaneinu, that they will go in a plural. They didn't ask Asei Lono Elikim Asher Yelach, but they said Asher Yelchul. So Trashe Lekus Harbe Ivel Lahem, that they desired many, uh, many deities uh, for themselves, uh, meaning uh, not just one, but they wanted a lot. Uh, that was the desire. So she yelchu. 
So the, the Lashon Zeh, as we've already had in several times before, when the Lashon Zeh, like Zeh uh, Yitnu, in the beginning of uh, the parish over here in Kisiso, and also with regards to the Menorah, it says, uh, Rashi says always that it's Chodesh Hazel Lachem Rosh Chodoshim in Parshas Boy. And by the way, always it means that he showed him. So he says here, Kizeh Moshe Ha'ish, what is this? Uh, in other words, they're pointing to it. Rashi, Kimin Demus, Moshe Ha'elohem HaSotan. The Sotan showed them uh, something uh, resembling Moshe. Shneis Noisu Ba'avadikiyah Shemayim, being carried uh, in the ear, Ba'avadikiyah uh, high above in the in the sky. Now Rashi says here that the uh, the Satan was showing them and how the Satan appeared to them, and it says before also, the the Satan worked uh, uh, and and and, and, and uh, also he showed and he spoke to them, and here he showed them. It's all just um, you know how did the Satan function over there that he came about and caused them this. Um, so what is Mitzrayim? So why are they mentioning this fact that Moshe Ish that brought us up from Mitzrayim? Now, I mean, why is that important? But why should So He directed us the way we should go up. Now we need. God's Asher Yechu Lefanenu that will go before us. Pasuk base. Yoimer Aleihem Arin. So Arin says to them, Parku Nizme Hazov, remove the golden earrings. Asher Baozni in the Shechem that are in the ears of your wives, Benechem Uvnei Sechem Vaviu Elai of your sons and your daughters, and bring to me. So. Um, they want to make God, so uh, he says, uh, bring me the earrings. Now, why did he specifically say the earrings of the uh, wives? Omar Aaron Belibay, Aaron said in his heart, uh, The women and the children, they are uh, uh, protective and uh, they're fond of their jewelry. Shemo Yisakiv Hadover, perhaps this matter will be delayed. In the meantime, Moshe will come and um, will solve the problem. But the Haim Loyim Tinu, they didn't uh, wait uh, to ask their wives and then to delay it. Um, but what they did, as we'll see in the next Posik, they did it themselves. Parku, Rashi Lashoin Tsivui, that's the language of command, Migzedus, Parak, Parek, Liachit, it's individually say Parek, Kamoi Parku is a plural from Parak, Kamoi Baruchu, Migzedus, Barech. You bless, from Barech he blesses, for individual. Baruchu is the plural for Barech. So Pasigimu by Yisparku Kol Ha'om Es Nizme Hazahov. So the people uh, unloaded from themselves, removed of themselves, 
the golden rings, the uh, golden earrings, Asher Bosnayim, that is in their ears, by Yevil Arin, and they brought it to Arin. By Yisparku, Zuklashi Lashoin, Prikas Masa, that's the language of unloading the load. Kishinotlu, Meoznayim, when they removed them from their ears, Nimtsayim, Muforokim, Nizmayim, so they turn out that they now they are unloaded from their uh, earrings. Dishkar Balaz, Es Nizmay, Zuklashi Kimoi, Minizmay. As Nizbe means like from Kimoikitsesi Esair, which means Min Ha'ir, going out from the city. Vayikach miyodom, so Ari took it from their hands. Vayotzar oisoi bacheret. So there's two Taichinir we see in Rashi. Um, either, he, um, either he bound it in a cloth. We'll see the second shot in Rashi. Vayasehu Egel Masechon. And he made it into a molten calf. A calf made out of molten, out of gold. Vayoyimru. And they said. Now Rashi is going to say this is the Erev Rav, the mixture that came along, the non Bnei Yisrael who came along together with them, said to the Bnei Yisrael, Eila Yisrael, these Eila means these usually, which means like on the plural, they should have said Zeh Elekecho Yisrael. What does it mean, Eila Elekecho Yisrael? I don't know. Uh, because they we're talking about just one God. I mean, we said before that they wanted many gods, uh, like they when they came to, to Moshe Rabbeinu and they said, Aseilonu Elehim Asher Yelchu. The, you know, plural, not yeleich, and uh, so maybe the response is ele. These are, but um, then it says elehecha, not not. Elehecha can be a loshen rabim too, like elehim is a loshen rabim. Say lonu elehim, gods and elehecha, your gods, no plural. These are your gods, but the thing is, there's only one uh, eagle over here. That uh, brought you up from the land of Egypt. Um, now, it seemed like up till now they they, they weren't uh, they weren't uh, challenging. Um, Hashem, but they were looking for a leader. They're looking for a God. It wasn't about the past uh, that they were, uh, um, and they agreed that Moshe should only Mitzrayim lo yedonu mahayuloi. They need the Rashi says So they need other gods to go before them. But uh, why are they saying now all of a sudden, sudden, Eile Eilecha Yisrosh Lucha Meretz Mitzrayim? So they're going back to the, and they're saying the Eilecha Yisrosh Lucha Meretz Mitzrayim. Now go back. Let's do the Rashi. Vayikach miyot vayis vayotzer oisoy bacheret 
Zakhtrashi, what is the Taichis? Yes, the Targumai Bishnei Pony, we can translate it into two ways. Number one is Vayotzar, means Loshin Kishira. That means that he uh, tied him. Uh, and Bacheret is Loshin Sudar, that's uh, in, a, um, in a cloth, Kimoi, like we find the Loshin of Hamit Pochis Vacha Riti. Uh, so the cloth over there, and the it's a language of cloth over there. Also, a yotzar kikraim kesev bishnei charitim. So that means a cloth. So that means a yotzar iso bacheret means that what that he uh, took from the bound it in a uh, uh, cloth. So basically, he took all the nizomim, he took them in the cloth. And we'll see what happened, and then he threw, as we Rashi will say later on, he threw it into the fire with the cloth, with the gold, with the thing, and then the eagle, the molten calf, came out. That's one. Um, the other shot, Rashi's Vasheni, but Yotzar means Loshin Tsura, that he, um, uh, that means he formed it, Bacheret, um, and the Cheret would be. Uh, a, using a molten tool that's a molten clay amonus atzerofim that's a um, a tool that the uh, smith shechertim uh, vechertim by they scrape and they uh, engrave by tzuras bazov images in gold. Rashi actually in pasuk pezayin the word by chorus alaluches Rashi says over there that chorus is Loshen Chorus V'choret Echad Hu Shneim Loshen Chikuk That's a Loshen of engraving uh, This is a Loshen of engraving over here So Loshen V'acherek Atzoyf V'choret 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 Ki'ein Ki'eit Soifer Ha'choret Oisius B'luchos V'pinkosim Like the pen of a scribe that engraves letters in in the luchos and the pinkosim uh, this is the translation of Onkelos. He engraved with a zifa, Loshen Ziv. That is a tool in which they engrave in gold. Letters and almonds. We just finished the Rashi of Ayotzar Oisoi Bacheret, the two Pshatim. But according to the first Pshat, Ayotzar Oisoi, Lechere should have said um, that he um, that he tied it up in a uh, in a cloth. Ayotzar Oisoi Bacheret, so we should say Lechere Ayotzar Oisom Bacheret, because what he put in the Cheret was the Nizme Hazov, the plural of Nizme Hazov. So why does it say Vayotzer Oisei Bacheret? If we're talking about Vayotzer Oisei Bacheret, that he was working on the gold that came out, um, and he sort of worked on, somehow on the gold, so um, then Vayotzer Oisei Bacheret, and it's Oisei, that's the one piece that was made out of all the, of all the pieces. But let's look at the next Rashi. It looks like that what happened is, according to the first shot, the Yotzer Oisei Bacheret, 
it says, and then Vayasehu Egel Masecha. So, um, so this is according to both pshatim. So, what did he according to the second pshat? What did he yotzar oisoy? Uh, again, there was no Oisa yet. There was no one thing yet. I mean, if the Egel Masecha came after Vayotzer Oisa Bacheret, so uh, he, he couldn't design or engrave or what, what he was trying to do with the Vayotzer making forming with the Cheret, with the forming tool, uh, uh, with the, uh, the stylus which engraves letters on tablets and, and things like that. Um, so what exactly... Um, what exactly did he um, did he engrave? What was the oisoy? And what what is the one thing? Because it seems like later on is egel masecha. It became egel masecha. Next Rashi. Let's see the Rashi. Rashi says egel masecha kivon shehishlicha lekur that once he threw it into the fire. So bo machashveider rav. So then the sorcerers of the mixture that went up sholim mitzrayim that came up with them from Egypt. Um, because this Erev Rav had among them the Mechashvim. And they made it, uh, they made him up to their sorcery. Uh, there is those that say that Micha Hoyosham. That others say that Micha was there. Uh, Micha became famous later on that he had Anavedizor uh, by him later on in the Tanakh, we read about it, but. Uh, this started with this Micha, Sheyotze Metoich de Musei Binyan, Shenismach Baby Mitzrayim. He had come out from the layer of the building where he had been crushed um, in Egypt. He'd been crushed in there. As we learned that Pharaoh used to um, uh, put uh, uh, Jewish children in the building. I don't remember if Rashi did actually mention this thing that they would put them. Rashi says that he was Sheikhet when he was in Stareya, he was uh, Sheikhet uh, the children. But I don't remember if Rashi, uh, during the discussion before, mentioned that he would put him into the, uh, to the uh, Binyan. Um. But in any event, the Micha was in the Musay Binyan, in the. Uh, uh, layers of the building that he was squeezed Mitzrayim. Vahoya biyodei shame. In his hand, uh, he had a name, uh, the name of Hashem. V'taz shekosav Moshe, and also the the plate on which Moshe wrote Alei Shur, Alei Shur, ascend ox, ascend ox. That's a reference to um, Yosef, as uh, we learn the Bechayr Shoyrei Hader Loi. Which is the bracha of Yosef in uh, in 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 in, 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 in So um, and what that that was done uh, to bring up Yosef's coffin from the nilus uh, because um, as we learned already in Rashi before, actually in the beginning of Bishalach it says there uh, pasuk. Um, Yutas, uh, that Yosef took Yosef's, uh, uh, that Moshe took Yosef's bones with him, as Yosef has uh, made his brother swear in pasuk 
in in Breshis, in Parsha and the Parsha of Vayichi, the one passed before the last of the of the Sefer Breshis, is Vayashba Yisuf as Bnei Yisrael Leimer Pokad Yifkad Alekim as Chamba Lisa Masetz Moisai Mizah that they should bring up his bones from Mitzrayim. So, um, so the Egyptians they had put uh, Yosef's Aaron down in the Nilus and weighted down so that he could never leave um, in the coffin, never leave Egypt. But he miraculously, uh, Moshe Rabbeinu used the uh, shame on a pass um, uh, that uh, that helped to bring up the, from the Nilus. So this is what this Micha used. So he threw it into the kur, and then the eagle came came out. Maseicha, what do you mean, Maseicha? Zokrashin loshin mateches. It means like uh, connected to the word metal. It's a metal. Dover achar, another meaning. Meya esrim vechamisha kantanin zohov. One hundred and twenty-five kantanin of gold. How your boy was in him. Kigimatria shel Maseicha, like the numerical value of the word Maseicha, which is Mem and Samach. Mem is forty, Samach is sixty, is a hundred. Chof is twenty, and, and Hay is five. So Maseicha is one hundred and twenty-five kantrin of Zohov. That was from the Nizamim that they all brought together. Uh, that's as much as they had there. Now it says in the pasuk, and they said, Eila. Elohecha, v'loy nemar. It doesn't say Eila Eloheinu, our God. Mekan. So from here we say Eid of Rav Sholom and Mitzrayim. That it's the Eid of Rav that went up of Egypt. Heim she nikalu Aaron. They are the ones that gathered over Aaron. Heim sheos uhu, and they are the ones that made it. And they are the ones that saying Eila Elohecha. Va'achar kachitu es Yisrael achrov, and then they had cause the uh, Jewish people to follow them, to mistake after them, to stray after them, and to uh, to worship it. Um, and um, so uh, maybe perhaps um, uh, when the Pasuk is talking about when they came to to Adrin by Koil Ha'om al Adrin of their Ha'om Stam that refers to also the Jewish people. And when they said, Kumasei lonu elehi masher yelchul lefanenu loyav asher kizamei sheyishar lonu meretzfraim ledanu mahoyeloi, they wanted just somebody to lead them from that point and on. But then what happens at this pasuk when it happens? Vayikach miyodom vayotzar oisim macheret that Aaron did that. Then it says vayasehu. Now it went over to the erev rav. They made it, and they said already ele ele hecho yisrael asheluchem meretz mizraim. They went further. Because they were uh, already uh, uh, worshiping like uh, these golden mountains from before, and therefore they went to um, say this uh, to them. Now the word Maseicha we already had um, before, like in the Pasha Mishpatim at the end when it says, "No, I take that back. It's not the lotion before was not Maseicha." So like Kesel, like Kizov, and Pasha Mishpatim. No, um, okay, we'll go weiter. Pasuk hey, Bayar Arin and Arin saw, Bayivim is Bayach Lefonov. So he built an altar uh, in front of it. Bayikra Arin and Arin called, uh, and he proclaimed, Bayoimar, and he said, Chag Lashem Ocher, that a festival for Hashem uh, to uh, a festival to Hashem tomorrow. So we'll see soon what he means, Lashem. Over here, Chag Lashem Ocher. 
Rashi Vayar Arin and Arin saw. So what did Aaron see? It says Vayar Aaron. So then Vayim Mizbech Lafono Vayikravay, and they said. So what took place? The reason he built the Mizbech and he declared for a Chag Lashem is because he saw. So what did he see? Zok Rashi Hayaburu Achaim that it was alive. Uh, that was the through the sorcery of the uh, Egyptians. He just threw in, and he thought it was going to be. Um, I guess when he threw it in, uh, he threw it in as a piece of metal. Again, and uh, he thought that it's going to remain a piece of metal, like gold in the in the in the fire. It was come out. I don't know what he wanted to do. He wanted to shape it over there because the shaping says by that took place before. It almost sounds like, according to the pshat of that comes out that from the piece of gold that he that he you know we don't have to say that he. Uh, that he threw it into the fire. Uh, it almost uh, seems like in the process, that first he may have thrown it into a fire and he had a, a piece of gold, so it's easier to work with, and then, or not, not you know, melted it all together, melted all the golds, all the Nizamim and Nizmazov together. So, the according to that shot, maybe you don't even have to say that he put it into the fire. Rashi's shot when he says that he that it threw the fire that goes according to he put into a cloth and then he threw it into the fire and the meaning goes he made the Masecha is by throwing it into the fire uh, that's how they beca- that's how it became an Egel Masecha uh, from putting in the handkerchief because well, putting these things in the handkerchief, how did they become a Tegel Masecha? So that's why Rashi explains, L'cher V'yaseigel Masecha, that was Hishlicha Lekur. And then, the Yemir L'kecha Yisrael, Shalukha Meretz Mitzrayim. But uh, here, uh, either way, um, Rashi says that uh, the Bo Mechash Vedu Rashal Dim Mitzrayim Vasu B'chshofim. And according, if we should say that that only applies to the one that he took all the rings in the in the cloth and he threw it in, but to the other one he actually um, formed it. So, um, um, so what what did they do then? Uh, um, or you know, did they do it? Uh, um, how when did they make it into a uh, into a a ruachaim? Vasu b'chshafim. They made b'chshafim. Um, I don't know when Rashi says before Bo Mechashved Rav Sholim Mitzrayim Vasu B'Chshofim Asuhu, meaning they made him. It's not the shape of the eagle. Uh, it's not the uh, the actual. Um, maybe Asu B'Chshofim. Uh, why would they need to make Chshofim if we were just talking about? Um, if we're talking about that, it's. Uh, um, just a form of, and the word didn't have a ruchaim. Lucheirosu or bichshofim means that is uh, that it was ruachaim. Because Rashi means meaning of the vasu bichshofim that they made it. Um, um, see, if it goes on the first shot of su bichshofim, is how does that explains bichlala by throwing in a, a cloth with. With gold into a fire, uh, he collected all the nizamim into the cloth, threw it into the fire. How does from a cloth with with nizamim, 
how does it become all of a sudden he made into Egel Masecha how could Adam make it Adam makes Egel Masecha for that the answer is Rashi explained he made an Egel Masecha how to make an Egel Masecha because and they formed it, they shaped it into an egel. Forget about the Ruachim, we're not talking about the Ruachim right now, just to make it in the shape of an egel masechel. According to the Pshat, that it means he threw it into the cloth. He tied it up in the cloth. Uh, and then, Vayar, uh, Arin, is a new thing, that was an additional thing. But that's not to do with the Yosur B'Kshofim. Uh, now, when Rashi says the second shot that Micha Hoya also says Vishlicha Lutecha Kur Vyotza Hegel, Rashi doesn't say specifically by Ruachaim. Maybe we understand it Vishlicha Lutecha Kur Vyotza Hegel, that it just went out an eagle, it was like a piece of uh, a gold in the shape of an eagle, not an eagle in the Ruachaim. Because this idea of Ruachaim seems like Rashi is just Mechadish over here. Or maybe in this Rashi, the Ruach Haim part is not the Chiddush over here. We know that from before when we say Osua Egel that it had a Ruach Haim. Rashi is just explaining that by Yararin that it had a Ruach Haim. That is the reason why he 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 went. He couldn't go Shesterich Maisisot, but not that Rashi is Mechadish now that it had a Ruach Haim. But Rashi is just explaining what was it that motivated Aaron or what did Aaron do this for? Is because he thought it was a Ruach Haim. But maybe that's understood, you know, Bepashtus, I mean, that the Egel Maseicho had a Ruach Haim. But it's more Mestaber that they, they don't know that it didn't have a Ruach Haim from there. So, um, so again, it seems like the, the it's, it's more easier, I think, to learn, they made it into an Egel. And why do they need the sorcery for that is because it takes sorcery to take a bunch of gold pieces and make it into an Egel. Now Rashi over there doesn't bring down the extra piece, or the same thing is uh, with Now that's already enough to 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 um, you know to need mechashim. Then there's a further step that took place, and that is that they um, uh, also had a ruachaim, which is in the schadish right now, um, and that's also a. Um, uh, but according to the one that the that shot is that he made into a eagle masecha. And it's not, uh, it doesn't say, Yishlicha L'Kur B'Chlau. I'm not going to call it that shot. You just got to look up in the Farshim to see how the Taichus is. Um, so, but anyways, Rashi says, V'yad Aaron, Shehoyah B'Ruchayim. did have a Ruchayim. Shinema, because it says in Tilim, Kuvav, Pasuk Chav, it says, B'Tavnis Shoyr. It was the image of a Shoyr. Oichel Esav of eating grass. It doesn't just say the likeness of an ox, but why did they add the word Eichel Esav? Meaning that it was actually alive. And he saw that the Sotan succeeded. Uh, as we saw before, the Sotan told them to show them the, 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 the Moshe's uh, death, the, 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 the Irvuvia and everything else. So he was successful, and now that he's also been able to make it to Rechaim. He had no opening, no mouth to completely uh, push them away. And that's why he tried to push them away till tomorrow, as we see in the Pazit, Lashem Mochar, Chag Lashem Mochar. But even Mizbeach, 
and he built the Mizbeach, so this is Aaron built him. So that's Lithchoisim, he was trying to stall them, he was trying to push him off. So he himself was building the Mizbeach, and he was hoping to, to delay. Because maybe Moshe will come before they will worship him. But according to this, is Lag Chag Lashem. Lashem means to the Avedizorim. Because they're Lekecha Yisro. Zeob Shute. That's the Posh Pshat. That's what Aaron saw. Aaron saw Ruachayim. Umedrashi, the Medesh Vaikra Rabbo, in Vaikra Rabbo, Hayud, Gimel. So, Dvarim Harbero Aaron. Aaron saw many things. Rochur ben Achoisi Sochur, the son of his sister. And we already heard Chur, Aaron Chur, when Tom Chubiyodov, that was by Mechemes Amolik, in the end of Bishalach, when in the Rifidim. So Chur, Tom Chub, Rimine, in the right and the left. Uh, and also we had this Chur uh, before that Moshe Rabbeinu says um, uh, that he leaves them Chur, uh, he leaves them Chur together with Aaron, with his cane while he's away on the mountain. He mentions Chur there too. And. Uh, And also with regards to... Um, so anyways, um, I think there's one more place. But Rochur ben Achoyse, so he saw that his Chur, the son of his sister, Miriam, Miriam's son, Miriam was married to Kolev, and they had Chur, as Rashi said, mentioned before several times. Shehoyim Echicham, that he was rebuking them. Shehoyim Echicham, that he was rebuking them against what they were doing, making the eagle. Bohargu, and they killed him. So and this is the meaning according to this Vayiven Mizbeach Lefonov means Vayiven he understood Mizovuach Lefonov from the one who was slaughtered in front of him from Chur seeing him sort of, sort of slaughtered Chur Vaidra and further he saw and he said rather that the Sirochin uh, the uh, misdeed and the um, and the blame should be on me, Veloi Bohem, and not on them. So Vayar Arin, so he saw he saw he saw it fit, he understood that it's better off that for him it should be the Abeira. Vaidrav Omar and further he saw and he said, if they would build that Mizbeh Zemevitzre, Vizeme, even this one be a pebble, this one brings a stone. So their job will be done at once. Uh, so, since uh, when I will be able to salt the malach, I'll be lazy in my work. Meantime, Moshe will come. So, in the meantime, it says Chag Lashem. It says Chag Lashem. Rashi believe how you l'shemayim. So he actually. So this Rashi says Lashem means attack Lashem l'shemayim. But to you, Chayyushiyav and Moshe. He was sure that tomorrow, by the time he will delay them, the Moshe will come and they will serve Hashem. So that's why he says, Chag uh, Hashem So even though, Vayiven Mizbeach Lid Choysom, and he says, Chag Hashem Mochor, they understood Hashem to mean to the But in his heart, he's speaking, he had in that one, so he wanted to really serve Hashem with the Mizbeach. Pasimbov, Vayeshkimu Memacharov, Macharos, and the next day they arose early. Vayalu Oilis, and they brought up a burnt offering, Vayagishu Shlamim, 
and they bought priest offerings. Uh, and the people sat down to eat and to drink. Uh, so the shlamim have food for the people. The oilus are totally burnt, but the shlamim have food for the people. So next to the shlamim, there's always they sat down to eat and drink. And they uh, got up to uh, make tzchok, make laughter, and make joy. So the like in Parshas Mishpatim at the end over there also it says that they shechted shlamim veizbechus vachim shlamim pasuk hey perik of dalid, and then we see that um, later on uh, it says vayoichlo um, vayishtu in pasuk it looks like that it was that shlam uh, over there. Also in Pashtis Yisra, in Pasuk Yudbeis, it says, Oilos Vachim Lelikim, Vaykh Yisra Chaysamesha, Oilos Vachim Lelikim, and then is, they came Lechalachim Chaysamesha Lefne Lelikim. Just the Surah follows this immediately after this Vachim, the Shlamim. Vayashkimu Zaktrashi, again, Hasotn Zirzom Kideshi Yachtu, the Sotn aroused them and hastened them so that they should sin. So, because if they waited later, by later on, Moshe Rabbeinu came down. L'tzachik, Zokhtar Ashi, to rejoice, or to be merry, yesh b'mashma z'gilarai. So it also has an annotation of a promiscuous and uh, relationships. K'boshinemar, like it says in B'reish Islam, it tells you, Zayin, that he wrote L'tzachik bi, that was the expression Petifer's wife used to say, uh, what Yosef was trying to do to her, she made up the story about Yosef. She says he came here l'tzachik bi. Ushvichas uh, It also has the connotation of shvichas domim. Commission Neymar as it says Shmuel Beis Beis Pasuk Yakumu Noha on the Orim beYisachiku lefanenu. Let them the youngsters come up and uh, play before us. Um, so the word l'tzachik l'tzachik is the same uh, same shadish same. Same idea. Um, of course, in in that story um, over there, um, it's talking about that they all died over there when Visachikulifenein was that they all put their swords together and they all fell and they got killed. So the Visachikulifenein means death over there. So Afkan over here too, Nerekhur, Khur was killed. So it wasn't just uh, so Litzachikir means also the union of death. As far as the word litzachik, meaning also relationships, uh, that also there's a, it doesn't mean gilarois, but uh, because we say that in Yitzchok metzachik, as Rivka Ishtoy, that Avimelech saw. So that over there we also in Breshis, Perichovov, Posches. Also, in, uh, with regards to litzachik, uh, meaning um, idea of Shvichas Domim, um, in in Breishis Perik Chaval Pasuk Tes it says Vatayde Soros Ben Hagar Amitzil Laavrohem Mitzachik and over there Rashi teaches uh, also that Mitzachik means uh, with regards to Soros uh, uh, seeing Shmuel Mitzachik it says um, that it means Avayde Zore and he brings it from the Pasuk of Yehuda Yakumal Mitzachik which is the Avayde Zore. He also says Loshin Gila Arayis, like it says Letzachik B, as Rashi brings down over here from the story with um, with Farei, with Eishes uh, Parei, with Petifar, with Eishes Petifar, and also brings down a Dover Achar over there. It's also Loshin Ritzicha, Kumoi Ditem Yarkuna Norim Yisachkul Lefanenu. 
But I guess because Rashi doesn't bring down over here this Mitzachik, because it's not clear over there also what Mitzachik means, and we need to come on to all the Psukim. But over there Rashi says, Dabarachar, here Rashi says, Bimashma, also to uh, compare the Lushanus Rashi. Pasik Zayin, by Dabar Hashem al Moshe, so Hashem speaks to Moshe, and he says, Lech Reid, go descend. Kishiches Amchasher Haleisom Eretz Mitzrayim. Uh, because the uh, nation that you have brought up, the people you have brought up from Mitzrayim, have uh, have uh, become uh, corrupted. Shiches, Shiches Amcha, the nation has become corrupted. Now, um, when was this said? And in the placement of the Pasuk over here, is after, that's on the 40th day, in the morning, then, so on Yud Zayin Tammuz, in the morning, Hashem says to Moshe, Lech Reid. Now, Moshe was anyways about to uh, go down, already descend. So, uh, and we'll see in Rashi, that's why Lech Reid doesn't mean just go down, but also, uh, it has also another uh, inner meaning, a descent from his level. So Rashi says, by Daber, so Rashi Loshin Koishihu, it's an expression of harshness, Kimoi, like in Reishman Beizayin, by Daber Itoim Koshis, with regards to Yosef speaking to his brothers, so he spoke to them, so he says, by Daber Itoim Koshis, so we see the word Koshi with by Daber. Rashi already mentioned it, but Koishoi Malabesiaku Visagid, in Shmois, uh, before in Perik Vav, uh, Pasuk Beis, uh, in the beginning of Vayira, uh, the Pasuk begins there by Daber Elikim El Moshe, and Rashi says, Dibar Itoi Mishpat Al Shehikshal Daber Veloimar Lomar Eisel Lomazem. So Rashi brings the lotion that Vaydaber also is the lotion uh, kosher. Uh, Rashi doesn't bring the raya like uh, that Vaydaber Itum Koshes. But it just is another place where it actually says that Vaidaber means uh, cautious. But the truth of the matter is the Vaidaber is found many, many times, and Rashi doesn't say that it means cautious, and Rashi doesn't say that uh, it has to mean cautious over there. Uh, we find it many, many times, and a lot of times it actually seems in a, uh, in a easier way. But um, I guess sometimes it means cautious, Vaidaber Hashem al so Hashem says to him, Lech reid, reid migdulos, go down, descend from your high position. I gave you uh, this high position, uh, what's the high position, that Hashem is speaking to him and uh, giving him the Torah only for the Yidin. Uh, at that time, it's not the Moshe, the Moshe was banished uh, by the uh, by the uh, decree of the heavenly uh, heavenly tribunal, so Moshe Rabbeinu was banished because of of, of the Yidden. Shichis am chazuk Rashi shichis ha'am leinemar. It doesn't say the nation has corrupted, but it says shichis am your people lein elosh am So Rashi erev Rav shikibaltam atzmocha. That's the multitude of nations, the mixture. The great mixture that went along that you accepted by yourself, and you converted them, and you didn't consult me. Moshe uh, Rabbeinu did it on his own. It's good that converts should cleave and connect themselves to the Shechina. They are the one that destroyed. 
So, and then they caused others to uh, go along with them to Mahashkis others, as we uh, learned before that Rashi said, that it was the aid of Rav that said it, and then he to Achareyam. Ches, they have quickly turned away from the way that I have commanded them. They made themselves a, a calf out of metal. Uh, and they bowed down to him. And they brought uh, sacrifices to him. Uh, and they said, This is your God. Eila, uh, these again, we said once before, Eila lehecho, these are your gods, Yisrael, Asher Alucha, Meretz Mitzrayim, that have brought you up. Um, it's all in a plural again, it's just like before. Um, you know, it was, um, it was a little schwer, the Lashen, because you're talking just about the golden calf. Um, even the word Helucha, Helucha, that have brought you up in the Lashen, if it was a Lashen Yachid, should have said Ze Elikecha Yisrael Asher He Elacha. I don't know. Elucha, I think, is a, is a plural Russian. Uh, who brought you up? Um, so now, in the in the pasuk before, we didn't learn about the Hishtachava. The pasuk says Vayeshkim Machros Vayalu Oilus Vayigishu Shlomim, or even in his it says Vayivim Mizbech Lefanov. There is no mention the Fairish of Hishtachava. Uh, but the post says here that the Ebishter is telling him that they were in Mishtachave, they bowed down. That detail wasn't mentioned before. Posik says, By Yoimer Hashem el Moshe. So Hashem says to Moshe, Ra'isi es ha'om hazer, I've seen these people, b'nei am k'she'oyrefu, and is a uh, stiff-necked uh, person. The nation is a, he is a, the nation, he, the nation is a stiff-necked. Now, again, why does it say by Yoimer Hashem? This was the middle of Aydaba Shabbat Moshe Leimur. And uh, why is there interruption again by Yoimer Hashem? I always have to understand why is there again by Yoimer Hashem? We should say, Sormar Menaderech, and the Isis Om, and then Shem should continue. Why by Yoimer Hashem? What does it mean when it says again by Yoimer Hashem? Uh, we don't find Moshe saying anything back to Yoimer Hashem like. And he said he was just continuing his talk of before. So why is Vayemer Hashem? Okay, what is the meaning of Kishay Oyrev? Zakhtarashi Machzirim. Why stiff necked? Why the neck, not stiff faced? Zakhtarashi Machzirim Kishi Orpam. They turn, when we say Kishay Oyrev, hard, stiff necked, it means that they turn Kishi Orpam, the hardness of their back. Face, I guess, is softer, but the face, the back is hard. So they turn the hardness of their back to uh, on those who uh, rebuke them, uh, those who reprimand them. The man and the Shemar, they refuse to listen. So we use the Lashen Kshayrev, it's like turning your back, the hard place. I mean, you fo- your face, they can influence you, but you turn your back, they can't uh, affect you. So that's the expression of Kshayrev, of hard neck, stiff neck. Posig Yud. Now leave me alone. Let my anger uh, be kindled against them. And I will destroy them. I will make you into a great nation. Now, um, it's a little bit surprising that God just tells him, 
כלום לא עשיתי לך גדולה אלא בשבילם. And then all of a sudden he tells him, uh, that he's going to destroy them. Uh, uh, maybe that's the Vayim uh, Rashem al Moshe. So that was the beginning. And then Hashem says to Moshe, this is the new thing. First Hashem says, that's you as part of the Jewish people. Then Vayim Rashem, okay, it's sort of a second, second way. This is a people that isn't going to learn, so it's a new. And now, so this is sort of a change of the previous statement. So there's a new Vayoyimer. Um, the Lashon of Yichar Api, Rashi has explained the before. Rashi in Shmois Perigdal, Posik Yudalad, over there is. Um, when Moshe refused to go uh, for the Shlichus Lachatchila to take out the Jewish people from Mitzrayim. So Rashi quotes of Shub and Korach says, Kol But everybody has a Roshim, so the Charein Af. But also Rashi touched in the Shira, in Oz Yoshir, um, um, over there in Posik Ches. Um, so in the middle of the Rashi, Rashi teaches uh, so Charoi means heated up the Charoi uh, Af. Um, so Hashem says Anichali. Zokrashi Adayin leShamanu she is Palo Moshe We hadn't yet heard that Moshe prayed for them. Uh, so why is Hashem saying Anichali? Leave me alone. Uh, this only happens later on. Vo'aymer Anichali and he says Leave me alone. Elakam Pasach lePesach veIdia. But here Hashem made him an opening and told him. Shadover told the boy that it depends on him, that if he will daven for them, he won't destroy them. So that's why he says, and uh, to give Moshe Rabbeinu the go ahead to go daven for them. Moshe uh, prayed and pleaded before Hashem is God. So this is all on the. Um, 40th day after the morning before coming down. He says, Why should your, again, uh, why should your anger burn uh, against your people? That you've taken out from Egypt the Chayach Godel with great power of Yod Chazoka with a strong hand. Why say, Loma Hashem all of a sudden, well, they did this terrible thing. They made a a molten. They 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 they, they made an eagle. They're worshiping. They said Eila lekecho Yisrael. So why shouldn't it be Yachra Pecha? Yachra Rashi that the meaning of this is Klum Miskane Lachochem Bechochem Giber Begiber. Is anyone jealous of another except a wise man of a wise man, a strong man of a strong man? But these are Loma Shem Why this is an Avidizor is nothing. So there's nothing to be jealous of. They don't uh, they don't take up any space. I mean they're not real at all. So that's the meaning of Loma Shem. The apostle doesn't touch it out. 
but uh, he's just saying, who is this people? So he's just adding a taste. So in other words, not because he took him out there, that's why Hashem shouldn't be angry. If I care, that would be maybe a reason to be angry. So, that's There's no reason to get angry. Who? On these, those who you've taken out, you'd base, uh, this is a further uh, uh, argument, seems. Why should the Egyptians say, Lamer say, that he brought them out uh, with an evil intent, um, to kill them in the mountains. You know, in the desert is the mountains. I don't know because of Mount Sinai over there, but uh, about the other mountains, uh, the mountainous areas. Why it specifically mentioned Bahodim? and to destroy them from the face of the earth return from your uh, burning anger uh, and reconsider the evil uh, that you intend to do to your people uh, now before Hashem didn't say that he's angry yet he says if you leave me that he wasn't it wasn't yet the charen up it's like in the future so so he says, shouldn't do that. But uh, but here in this passage, it's saying that he should retreat as if the charena pecho is there already. Um, now earlier in Chobish uh, in pasuk yud in perik yud pasuk yud. When Moshe Rabbeinu was speaking to Parai, and Hashem was making the plea, the, the, the plagues, so Parai says, So over there, um, Rashi uh, touches over there, so, uh, uh, so Zui Shomalahem, meaning uh, we learn Pashas to do bad, Zui Shomalahem, Rukiro Neged Penechem. So Lom Yem Islam Lem Beroa, meaning the Roa, that's the Koychov, the Koychov Roa. That Koychov is Laharigoysim Bodim Lachaloysim, can cause them to death. That's the Pshad Rashi wrote down before. But in the Pashtus, in, that's the Medrash Agode, but in the Pashtus is Lom Yem Islam Lem Beroa, meaning with bad intentions. Uh, Aitziyam uh, to kill them in the harim and to destroy them. Shuv mecharen apecha v'nochem al hara and retract and reconsider the raw lamecha v'nochem lekrashis ashis machshav acheres formulate another thought later them to do good to them al hara on the asher chashav to lo lohem that you thought on the bad that you thought for them pasuk gimel. Further, he argues, he says, Remember, Avram, Yitzchak, Yisrael, who's your servants. 
you swore to them by your name. But David Aleim Arbe Zarachem, and you said to them, I will multiply your seed, like the stars of the heaven. Hashem has promised Avon to Yaakov that he'll multiply their seed, like Chechvashemayim. And he said to them, and all this land that I've said, that I said, I will give to your seed. He said it to in Israel, that I give to the seed, they'll inherit it forever. So, um, it seems like uh, two things. So, first thing he's uh, remembering them as Avodecho, so there's Chus. And then the other thing is, uh, um, has to, there has to be Mekayim de Shavua. So it would be like, Zuchayr Hashem Nishbato Lemoshel, not only Avodecho. Zuchayr Hashem Nishbato, Hashem swore he has to fulfill. But, he says, Zuchayr Lavrom, Zuchayr Hashem of Ru'ala Seres Adibris, if they have transgressed the Ten Commandments. I mean, right now we only learned about uh, the Avedah Zorim. It doesn't say they did anything else, but maybe because that's the main of the Aseris Adibris, and it's as if they were even older Aseris Adibris, the beginning. And everything was included in it. But um, maybe that's why. But if they transgressed, or even if they transgressed the Aseris Adibris, so he was tested in ten tests, and he had not yet received his reward. Give him, this is a reward. The reward is that his children will be forgiven. That's the reward for Avram's ten nisyonis. And ten will go out for ten. So the ten nisyonis against the commandment. So again, why were there exactly ten, uh, ten dibris? And uh, what does it mean that Avram didn't receive his schar and this should but anyways the post by Israel so Hashem is answering so this is a zchus of Avram not just because you swore to them but because of Avram's zchus alone but then it says Avram Israel Rashi says further each one individually if they are destined to be burnt Zechayr Lavrom mentioned Avrom. Shemosar atzmoi lisorif alecha beurkazdim. He has given himself over to be burnt in urkazdim. So that Avrom, that punishment, uh, since he was able to sacrifice himself in that way, then remember it to him. Im laharriga by sword decapitate Zechayr liYitzchok sheposhet zavar lakeda. So then remember Yitzchok who stretched his neck to Akeda uh, to be bound. Uh, as a sacrifice. Im legolus, if exiled, zechor li Yaakov, shegolo lechorn. Remember, Yaakov lechorn. So he's saying, zechor li Avram, let's Yaakov. Each one who's done, and for your name, what you want to do to Eden, and that should um, save them. Im eina netzulim v'zechuso. And if they cannot be saved in their merit, in the merit of Avram, so Yisrael, so ma atoyimerli, why are you saying to me in prosecute the Esa is Khalugoy Godl, I'll make you to a great nation? Um the Imkisa Shal Sholosh Golim, if a uh chair uh the made out of three legs, Abram Tsuyakim, a name of Fanechobishaskaskaskaskaskaskaskaskaskaskaskaskaskaskaskaskaskaskaskaskaskaskaskaskaskaskaskaskaskaskaskaskaskaskaskaskaskaskaskaskaskaskaskaskaskaskask
so um, when Rashi is bringing in here the um, the the Indian that he says uh, um, He didn't swear to them something which is gone. It's not even in the heavens, not even the Oretz. Even though sometimes we find an expression that Hashemayim, Hazina Hashemayim, Vesishma Oretz, Hashem made Edim that Kayom and La'ilam, but they too are not really Kayom and La'ilam, because they're also not forever. In this case, you are existent and your Shavuah is forever. Where did Hashem swear? So we already had several times, um, you have to compare all these psukim, but there are several times where it's referenced already the Shavuah to Nishbaiti Lavaisom by Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, Nishbaiti and earlier. But and Rashi always brings down, and I have to compare the psukim that Rashi brings down each time. So over here it says, Nishnamar embraces Chobais Tezayin, it says, Bin Nishbaiti. Ni'um Hashem, uh, that Hashem says to Avraham for taking him to the Akedah. Um, so he's upstanding the Shavu of his father Avraham. So that's the same reference. Uh, Yaakov Nemar, Yaakov says, Ani Kel Shaddai, pray Urvei. So Nishbalai Bikel Shaddai, so it's still Bach, it's all Bach, uh, it's all by Hashem. He says Binishbaiti and over there, so it's all. But what did he swear over there? He swear to them over there, uh that they will yash in the land, uh the Khalarzhim. And Hashem reconsidered the evil that he said that he said last time to do to his people. Again, Hashem, for the Pesach it says Shuv and everything else, Hashem didn't say that he was going to do it. He says, mm-hmm. But Hashem, that he sort of spoke and he was going to do, say that he's going to do, do to them. Now, as we're going to see later on, uh, the question is, uh, when the Hashem is saying that they we're going to learn that the, those who actually worship the idols were actually punished. Um, so um, when when the Ebedai says so they were all, everybody was punished. The So so what in the in the pshat? Why was everybody? Um, I mean, those who were did were punished, and then what is there? Why was Hashem angry? And whether he has to return? Why did he want to destroy everybody when not everybody was guilty? I will see later on as we continue. Pasik Tazvav Vayifen Vayered Moshe Minahar. So Moshe turned. Um, what do you mean he turned? Um, before it says he was Menuda. At that point, he was sort of uh, banished from uh, from the heavenly uh, court. Uh, um, but now that it says, but he was praying to Hashem, uh, despite being banished, um, um, and maybe uh, that's what actually emphasized. There, it says, "Boy, that was only for that moment, and then uh, 
because we see right away Moshe Rabbeinu was back praying on the, for for the Jews and uh, and succeeding. But that morning when Lashon of Yifen, he turned. So Moshe descends from the mountains. And the two tablets of the testimony were in his hands. They were luchos. They were tablets. They were inscribed from both their sides. On one side and on the other side, they were inscribed. That they would be read miraculously uh, <coughs> from both sides. You can read the same script uh, on both sides, from this side and from the other side. Um, you can read. So we already learned in uh, Pasuk, in the beginning of Sheni, Pasuk Yudches, it says, It says, Sinai Shnei Luchas Haedus. So he gave him the two Luchas Haedus. And um, so over there it says he gave him the two Luchas Haedus. Luchas Evan Kisuvim Bads Ba'alikim. They were written Bads Ba'alikim. And um, so over there the Pasuk says, Kichaloise Ledabir Ito Rashi Taiches Hachukim Amishpotim Shebeveila Amishpotim. So all the halachas of Eila Mishpatim, and Rashi says also the Kichala, uh, he taught him the whole Torah in such a uh, short time, and um, and that there were Luchos, named Shavin, Chosr like it says over here too, Luchos. Um, but over there it just says that over there, Shot Iksum Benz Velikim. So it's Mashma, Lechaira, and then the Pasik starts, Vayaram Kibeshish Moshe. So it seems uh, that the luchas were given to Moshe before um, before he was uh, descending. But I was he was approaching the fortieth day, trying to place that. Uh, he was approaching the fortieth days, and Hashem finished teaching him chukim So it was time to go down. The fortieth day was approaching. Um, could be that maybe that uh, so that that took place Vayitan al took place in the morning of the 40th if it's just go in the order of the Pasuk and then the Pasuk starts telling us what happened Vayar Om Moshe so now Moshe was coming down with the Shnei Chusayidus that were given to him from beforehand so he already had them uh, written but before the Torah just said here the Torah gives you another Ksuvim Shnei um, so, again, when Hashem gave him exactly, was it on the 40th day, was it on Yudzayin Tammuz, in the morning, and then the story with the eagle, that they worshipped the eagle on that, that morning, and then the discussion of Vaynachem Hashem, and then the Torah tells you what happens from that point on. And that was Betech uh, Sheish, it was, uh, as Rashi mentioned earlier, that he says it's going to come down Betech Sheish. Um, so Pasuk the Zion it says uh, the tablets was were Hashem's work uh, we'll see in Rashi and the writing was God's writing uh, it says before so this is also God's writing that was engraved on the Luchas 
before Reh Nitzad, was Mishnei Ebrahim from both sides. So what does it mean, Maiseh Likim Heimah? So Rashi, Kimashmoi, Mizhubich Voidei Osom, that Hashem made the Luchas. Now, what does it mean that uh, He made made them? He created the Luchas, where they asked Sampirin, as we're going to learn later on. Awesome carved them out to make them luchis, to make them straight, to make them equal. And what part does it mean Maisil Likim Hema was done? Or it was Lachatchila, his special creation of luchis, not Sampirin, not nothing. It was just something that God created for that purpose. And that means Maisil Likim Hema was made by God, luchis. And then it was written by God, Ezbel Likim, as we said before. Dabar Achar, another pshat. He's like a person says to a friend, call us of Shalplaini, all this one's occupation is Bimalachas Plaini is in this work. All of Hashem's uh, sort of delight is in Torah. So Maiselikim is really not that he made the luchas, but his occupation and his delight is a ma'aselikim, meaning that is God's action, that is God's delight. So according to this, who has made the luchas? Is Rashi trying to say that that uh, luchas were not made by Elikim, but they were made by Moshe Rabbeinu? We don't find Moshe Rabbeinu doing so uh, that he was uh, doing the luchas. Who did make the luchas then? Uh, and uh, what were they made out of? And, uh, or maybe there is not a contradiction. It could be both Maiselikim Hemo plus Davarachar Kodem Lechaveri, but it was also Maiselikim. Choros Zokterashi Loshen Choros VeChoret Echad Hu. The terms Choros Zokteret is the same. They both mean engraving. Loshen Chikuk and Loshen of engraving. So Yeshua heard the voice of the people. Now Yeshua was down at the uh, at the mountain. Uh, so uh, the, when the pasuk says he came into Yeshua. He met in Yeshua, and. Um, so when Yeshua heard, as uh, um, uh, he heard the voice of the people, Bereyoi, that they were shouting, al Moshe, and he says to Moshe, that there is a voice of battle in the camp. Now, this Rashi already said before, in Pasuk Yud Gimel in Perik Chavdalet, Vayoka Moshe Yeshua Meshor, so Rashi, that when Moshe, Vayal Moshe Har Likim, that when Moshe went up to Har Likim, so Rashi says, Lo yadaiti mativishal Yeshua kan. What does it mean Moshe came with Yeshua Meshor? So, Vayimrani, Shehoya Talmid Malvel Rav, Malavel Rav Ad Mokim Agbolas Tchumei Hahor. He walked with him until the limitations of the boundaries of the mountain, and I show you Lilach Mishom Vaholo, where she's not permitted to go from there and on. And then Omishom from the Vayal Moshe Levadi Lahar Likim, the Yeshua not to Shom Olav in his Akiv Shom Kol Mem Yom. He was waited all the forty days. She came at Zinuk. She ordered Moshe by Yishma Yeshua, because when Moshe Yeshua Yeshua heard his Kol Om Bereyoy, 
So lemadnu shelo yishuimayim. So this is where uh, Yeshua is uh, hearing the voice of uh, the, the the people. So by Yemer al Moshe, when Moshe descended, that called Muhammad b'machan. But Moshe already knew what was going on because Hashem had told him. So by Yemer he says to Yeshua, "Ein koil anoyz gevura." This is not a voice of shouting of uh, strength of victory. This is also not a voice of uh, of yelling of shouting of um, defeat or chalusha of weakness. Just hearing a voice of a noise. Uh, in this case, it means a voice of shouting of blasphemy. I hear. This is not the voice, uh, this voice that we hear, here is not the voice of the shouting of uh, strong people, those who are yelling the victory. And it's also not the voice of the weak, either they say, woe, or let's flee. It's a, a voice of a noise called Chirufim Vigidufim, a voice of blasphemy and reveling. Hamaanimas nefesh shaymom. Koil anoyis means a torture, they, they, they pain, they distress the, the soul that hears them. So a noise over here is not a loss of shari, but a loss of distress. So Pasikutes. So this was right away when he descended. When he came closer to the camp, because the camp was away from the Machana, because they all went out towards the mountain. Um, so he saw the calf and the dances. And Moshe's anger was kindled. So he threw from his hands the luchis. And he uh, shattered them, he broke them, underneath the mountain. Now this seems that it didn't happen to me. He had to go to the camp, and he had to see the eagle. And then, So what does it mean, uh, underneath the mountains? That means, in Rashi says, a minute, to the foot of the mountain. Uh, meaning, he didn't go back to the mountain uh, uh, and, and break it over there, uh, but it seems like when he saw the Eil he dropped the Luchas, he threw down the Luchas. So um, maybe the Veshabarism Tachasahor, that's called at the foot of the mountain everywhere. To see exactly how this fits in with the Tachasahor with the Karavala Machana. But Yashluch mi Yodov, now what was his reasoning? Hashem didn't say anything. Hashem said, Vainochem Hashem. But this was Moshe's decision to Vayashlech Miyolo. And the Pasik that he dropped it. What is his reasoning? Omar, he said, Ma Pesach Shiachas Mina Mitzvah. Since we see that even the Pesach, which is just one of the Mitzvahs, Omar, Toyota, Toyota says, Shmois, Yud Beis, Mam Gimel says, Kol Banecha Leyechel Boy. That any stranger should not take place in it, so we learn that he Meshumad. One who's nisnakru over there, we learn Rashi said over there that it means those whose mice were nisnakru. 
Rashi says, "Ve'echad nochri ve'echad Yisrael mumer b'mashma." Over there in the in the pasuk, so that includes Yisrael, Yisrael mumer, one who has, uh, you know, changed the uh, the religion to another religion. Ha'toyra kula kan. The entire Torah is here because the luchas, as Rashi says, that everything was included in the luchas. Uh, um, as Rashi pointed out before by the Aseres Adibris. Um, so in, in Pashas Mishpatim, Pasikyut Beis, Perik of Dalad, when it says, Vayemer Hashem al Moshe, Alei Alei Hahorah, Vahei Yishon, Vet Luchas Luchas, and Aven, Vahatoyro, Vahamitzvah, then it says, Asher Kosafti, Lohei Reisom, Zoktrashi over there in Rashi, Kosher Kosafti, Lohei Reisom, 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 Kosher Kosafti, that all 630 mitzvahs are included in the Saras Adibris. So, so therefore, uh, this is the whole the whole Torah. Now, a little bit of the Loshin of the Sirius says, It's in the past tense. So it's mashma that that was already uh, written in it. Um, uh, so, uh, when Hashem says to him over here in Kisiso, uh, uh, that that uh, that he had the two edus be that he had them and uh, like in the beginning of the parsha when it says that kichaloyse ledaber itoy barsinai vayiten el moshe it looks like they were already lit, written when the eibshir is telling him elai elai hahoro vetnuchas luchas and vatervisah kusafti that I've already written so that they were written from beforehand. And the only thing that the Eberster was giving, not like it gave it to him then, not that they were written during those 40 days. So it was Mashma from the Lotion Post, Asher Kosafti, that I have written already, or not that Asher Echtev. But, anyways, what the Rashi says at Teiro Kulakan is because the whole entire Torah is included in the Asher Sadibras, the whole Yisrael Meshumodim. He says all Jews are. Uh, they're all apostates uh, so I should give it to them so of course you know he's including Kol Yisrael but as we're saying uh, it wasn't Kol Yisrael as we were saying there was some you know there had to be witnesses that we others as we'll learn later on uh, by the foot of the mountain so Vayikach and Moshe Rabbeinu took as a eagle the calf Asher Osu that they made. Vayisrev ba Eish and he burnt it in fire. It's interesting. It came out of fire and it got a ruachaim from the fire and he took it, burnt it back in fire. Now Vayitchan ad Asher Dak. Then he grinded it uh, till powder. Um, so what does it mean? Vayisrev ba Eish maybe. He burnt it and he melted it down on fire, so it didn't have any more the shape of a um, of, of of a calf. And so, and then when he burnt it, he actually took the material and he grinded it up, and he uh, grinded it up until it was, became very fine. By and he scattered upon the f- surface of the water. What is the hamayim? Which is the water that he's talking about over here? No, no. So these are apnei, not mayim, but apnei hamayim, on the face of the water. Of uh, the water, she doesn't explain anything over here. Vayashkes um, bnei Yisrael, and he gave to the children of Israel to drink. Vayi, 
Vayizem, Zakrashi Loshin Niputz, expression of scattering, Vichaini Vitchestesvov, Yizore al Navehu Gofris, Brimstone shall be scattered on his dwelling, and Vichaini Mishle al Vizain Kichinom Mizura Horreshes, for the net is scattered without cause, Kichinom Mizura Horreshes. Shazoidim bought Dogon Vikitnis, for they scatter corn and beans on it on the net. So that means that it has been scattered. So we see Then it says Yisrael. What does mean He intended to test them like women suspected of adultery uh, are tested, uh, like we find in 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 the uh, in Chumash in in, in Bamidbar. Over there, where the pasuk tells you that they, they they used to test them, and if she was guilty of of adultery, then her stomach would uh, would blow up. So he says like this: Shalish misus nedunusham. They were three deaths uh, were uh, were made out there. So one was im yesh edim vahasra. If there were witnesses, and they were warned not to do so, so then they get besayif. Then they get by the sword. Um, which was Kimishpat Anshi Iran Adachas Shehem Erubim, which is the Torah says that by Iran Adachas they get the sword um, uh, when it involves a lot of people, but if there was an Iran Adachas, it didn't quite seemingly follow, uh, qualify as an Iran Adachas, but it's Kimishpat and therefore it had the semblance so they were judged like the Anshi Adachas, which was the uh, Saif. Otherwise, it's bechenek, but this way it's besayif, with the sword. I mean, if it's not, uh, it's not. If it's not a yinir nedachas, then it's bechenek. Um, but what does it mean that if there was a divasra? So that means that um, the witnesses had to be kosher witnesses. So of course, uh, they didn't. Uh, they didn't worship David uh, the You know, the word of Levi, But then, if everybody else did, if it was the entire people. So what did they check him? But if those were checked, um, so it means um, the, the first before those were checked, as we'll see, the checked one was was the second step. But those who were killed by Saif, they had to have witnesses, and they were warned. So there had to be witnesses warned. There had to be courts set up. Uh, this is all on the seventeenth day of of Tammuz uh, when he's coming down. This was already within six hours. He says. He didn't come down. They had to get up in the morning and they made the oilus and the zvachim and then they shechted and they said, and they, they, they killed Khur. All these things had to take place. It took some time. Um, and then Moshe Rabbeinu came down and then he did it. So this was all done on the 17th of Tammuz. But the, the point I'm trying to say here is that there were Edom over there and there was warning so that not everybody participated. And those who did participate and did worship, and we're talking about 600,000 plus 500 and whatever uh, the uh, people over there, amongst those people, uh, as we'll see of these, Edom Asura, there was only 3,000, we'll see in the Pasuket that were died. So they were killed. Then if it was Edom Beloy Hasra, if there were witnesses, but they weren't warned, they died with Magefa, with the plague. Now, um, usually if there is witnesses, but there is no warning. Um, you can't put the people to death. Now, uh, again, sometimes there's sometimes we need the hasra because they should know better. Uh, if the person is not warned, 
Like sometimes there's uh, opinions that if there is a chover, then he doesn't need a warning because it's kimus revaimet. So in this case, um, um, since it was loy hasra, but there were witnesses. I mean, did they need hasra? They didn't need hasra. If they didn't need hasra, why did they die? If they didn't need hasra, why didn't they die also the saif like the rest of them? Um, and klapishmaya galia, they used to know so. What, how did it explain this this idea that Aidan Balasrab Magifa? But Shinamar it says in Pasuklamat, hey, we knew there's another form of death because of Ayikav Hashem so all so it says Hashem plagued the people. Now Loy Aidim Veloy Hasra, but if there were no Aidim and no witnesses, so that there was no um um no way to um to really know to judge them. Uh um Magifa. So again, here the question is, what, what happened with them? Uh, to them it was Bahadroikun. Bahadroikun means that the water, uh, the stomach swelled up and they uh, and, and their stomachs uh, swelled up and the waters checked them just like by the, uh, by the women, uh, the Saita, as Rashi said before, whose stomach would swell up and she would die that way and that's called the Hadroikun. Now, but since Klapish Maya Galia, why why was it necessary to have another bedika, and how are they different than the the Vayigav? Since Vayigav was for Edom Loyasra, so just because he didn't have Edom, but that was already uh, also Mishmaim Vayigav Hashem, whoever Hashem decided. Uh, it seemed like it was a, a special point made that the people should get a different kind of death. Just because there were no Adam doesn't take away from the um, from the sin. Uh, it's just uh, for Basin Shomata, Basin doesn't know if he doesn't have Adam. But Lagabe Klapishmaya, so what difference does it make Adam Burasra or Layasra to getting them or or to Bayashkes Bnayisra? But nevertheless, the thing is it seems like everybody was covered over here. So it was covered those who did it by Mesa and the and and, and 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 Vayaskis Bnei Yisrael. So then the question is, what is the Bein Pogdu Pekati? Why is the Kol Ami Yisrael, and why is everybody guilty of it? And this was the Iran Edachas, uh, so they were judged. And, and and so why? So what's what's this whole thing? If everybody ended up getting their punishment, Pasuk Chafalaf. You see, Rashi doesn't address this. I'm just trying to figure out in Pshat. Pasuk Chafalaf. Yemer Meishel Arin. So Meishel says to Arin, what did the people do to you? In other words, as Rashi is going to say, you know, you know, because the fact that you did it, must have, what have they already done to you? That you brought such a grave sin upon them. In other words, they must have really done something, really, he's asking him, what they do to you? So Rashi, uh, how many pains, tortures did you suffer uh, that you did this actually before bringing them such a sin. In other words, you must have really suffered terribly. So uh, it looks like almost a positive that, that, that Aaron has apologized that he didn't have such yisurim from them. But Yemer Aaron and Aaron replied, Al Yichar Af Adoni, let my uh, master's anger not be uh, kindled, not be hot or chora, as we said before. Ato Yodaiti, so you know that the people. Kiberahu, that they're always uh, 
in a bad way. They always go bad and test me before the before Hashem. But um, now here, Moshe Aaron is blaming the Jews. Before one of the Pshat Rashi says Vayar Aaron that he saw in one Pshat Rashi says he wanted to put the blame on himself. So that was, and now he's putting the blame back on the people. Kiberohu, um, but this is the Pshat Pshat is Berohu, as he says that Vayar uh, Aaron. Um, and he couldn't push him away, so he built it. Uh, and he tried to delay it a little bit, but uh, he went along. So he's, now he's blaming them. And they said to me, make for, us, make for us a God, always the plural. They shall go before us, because this man, Moshe, that who has gone up from Mitzrayim, and Rashi said, Reza Moshe means they showed them Moshe, Rabbeinu the Sotan showed them, we don't know what has become from him. And I said to them, who has called his parakul? So, they they took off. He said, he wanted to take, but before the Pasuk touched out, he said, from the Oznei Sheikhim, or Bnei Sheikhim, to delay them. But in this Pasuk, it doesn't go on. It just says, Lemizov. So he's Paraku, so they took it off. Vaitnuli, they gave it to me. So here the Pasuk says, Beferish, Vaash Lichehu, Vaesh. And I threw it into the fire. Vayetza Hegel Azeb. And I, this Egel came out. Uh, so, in Pashut, it, it's mashma like the pshat vayitzer vayitzer oisu b'acheret. Put it into a handkerchief, and then vayasei egel masecha. As Rashi explained it, by throwing it into the fire. But here the pasuk says, according to everybody, threw it into the fire. Um, so here it came out the the egel egel azen with the ruachaim. It doesn't say again over there. Also, didn't say. The Ruachim till later. We discussed that earlier in the Rashi there. But here it says, and it came out. I told them once, I just told them who has gold. But they hurried up and they uh, they took off themselves, they stripped themselves, and they gave me, they took off the gold and gave it to me. But the truth of the matter is, in the Pasuk before, in Pasuk base, it doesn't just say that he said, Lemizov. It says, Vayyem hazov So he had actually told him to take it off and bring it down from there. He didn't just say, Lemizov. And they went to, he told him to take it off. Now he's, but maybe Rashi is saying, Lemizov for the women uh, to bring it. And they went and they took it for themselves. It's not clear in Rashi Rashi over here. But, I mean, how else is it going to fit? Because the Pasuk has been fetish that he told them uh, they should bring to him this I did not know that this calf would come out, but it came out. Uh, so, again, don't know if it's talking about Ruach Haim, or bechlal that it will be shaped into an eagle, uh, even not a ruach but the eagle is it? 
So what is the defense, basically, that Aaron is saying in Pshat? So I guess, what is his defense over here to... Moshe asks him, what did the people do to you? How much pain did you suffer? And Moshe Rabbeinu, and he's saying, basically, you know, I didn't mean to do it. I just threw in the gold over there. And uh, and this came out. So I didn't even know there was going to be an eagle, basically. And... Um, and this is, he's telling, they wanted bad, he started telling them, and I just said, who's golden, then it gets it, so, basically, when Rashi says, but, um, the, um, but there was a lot more than that, that the Pesach said before, uh, it says, uh, and, and, and Rashi says over there, um, uh, and, and he said, uh, and that was already after Egil Hazel. So, okay, so maybe he didn't know the Egil Hazel will come out. But then later on, he continued to go along, and he says, and then as Rashi says, and then he, he built it himself. And he doesn't, uh, he doesn't uh, excuse himself for that. Um, and he doesn't tell the story about Khur, and you know, conceivably, Moshe saw that. So, uh, Moshe saw that the people that were exposed, Aaron exposed them to disgrace before their adversaries, those who stand up against them, by making the, uh, who stands up on them, the, 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 the Sultan, the, 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 the nations, other people. Um, this, this, uh, Aaron was the one that uh, exposed them because, in the end of the day, Aaron made the eagle. He says he didn't know it was going to come out. So, Krashi Parua means Magula revealed. That his shame and disgrace has been revealed. Uncover the head of the woman. To um, disgrace before those who stand up. This matter that they went to worship the idol, this is going to be lignus, this is going to be a disgrace before all those who stand up against them that they did such a thing. So, Pasuk Moshe stood in the gate of the camp. I don't know what it means here, the gate of the camp. It was in the desert. What kind of a gate was there? Was there a fence around it? We didn't, I don't believe we learned anywhere about a fence that the camp was encamped with a gate around it. But it's in Bishar HaMachana, in the gate of the camp. But Yemer, he says, Mi la Hashem Eli. Who to Hashem come to me? By Yosef Olof Kobane Levi. All the people of Levi uh, uh, gathered up, gathered together. Mila Hashem Eli, Yovei Eli. Whoever to Hashem, Eli, come to me. Mila Hashem Eli. And the Kodesh Kovnei Levi. Mekan she kola shevet kosher. Even the entire tribe was kosher. Because the Kovnei Levi uh, went up. Um, so, this was still on the Tezayin, uh, uh, on Yudzayin Tammuz, um, when he came down. So he gathered them all up. I mean, to gather up the entire tribe of Levi is not an easy job. And he's telling them all to have these swords. And he says to them, So says Hashem, Now, would Hashem say this to him, not on the mountain before he came down, or, or on the mountain before he came down? Did Hashem say it to him later on? 
while he was down already? He says, so says Hashem, Simu, uh, so Rashi is going to say that this is actually in Shemois, where is not is not new. This is something that Hashem has told him already before. Let's see the Rashi. So Simu Ish Charbay Al Yerechay. Place uh, each one your sword on your Yerach uh, on your thigh. Ivru Vashuvu. Pass back and forth. Mishar Lashar from one gate uh, to the other gate. Bemachan in the camp. Both sides of the camp apparently had gates on the sides. Vihirgu and you shall kill. Ish achiv, a man shall kill his brother. Vish a man shall kill his friend. Vish a man shall kill his relative. So he's telling them to do the killing even to the brothers, even to the friends, and even to the relatives. We'll see in Rashi. But that was a um, a real act of, um, of, 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 of bravery in such a short time to judge them all, to bring Edim and Asra and sit in court. Uh, and convict so much people. Uh, I mean, it seems like almost impossible from 600,000 people to pick out who see 3,000 people to judge them all. They had to sit a based in the because they had to accept the Edim and they had to accept Asra. And you need the Shekhira and Risha, Lechaira. And um, so that was a pretty, um, pretty massive undertaking. And, you know, these people who worshipped Abed Zorah. They didn't rebel, they didn't stand up against, I mean, they were all within Moshe, and they were allowing for Moshe and, and the Shevet Levi to do this, and uh, um, so that means that the rest of the Eden were kosher, because they, they, um, they testified, and they, um, and they allowed for the Levim to go out and kill 3,000 people. So where is everybody guilty over here? Again, I'm just trying to figure out how this all worked over here. So... But Rashi says, Koy uh, Omar Hashem, where did Hashem say? Veheichen Omar, where did Hashem say? So Rashi says, this is a Pesach in, in, uh, in Mishpatim. Shmeis Chobay's Yutes, the Pesach says over there, Zoveyach Lelekim Yocharam. So, Zoveyach um, Lelekim, that's Shechting to the Aved which they did, they Shechted to the Aved Yocharam. So Rashi over there says, Yocharam means Yumos. Um, and um, the Lelohim over here, uh, Rashi also explains, uh, says Lelohim means Lavei Dezora. And Rashi says, the Loma Nehme Yochra Balekvay Nehme Bemisav Mokam Achar Veitseis Isha Hu Eze Isha Hi Because in the Aseris Adibus it says Lelohim Kim Acherim, it doesn't say Misa over there. But uh, Rashi says over there later on, Zakt Rashi Achiv, his brother, we just said that Kolben Levi were gathered, so what does it mean to them to kill a brother if the brother was uh, was a Levi? He wasn't, didn't do a Vedazar, Zakrashi me'imoy. Achi means from his mother, whom Yisrael, and he's a Yisrael, so they could have done. So, Ishes Re'eyu and Ishes Kreve. Uh, the Gemara Dash is something else from the Kreve also. Uh, it could be a, a son uh, who's. Um, Okay, So the Bnei Levi did that according to Moshe's word. So from the people felt Kishloshes Alpha Ish, three thousand men. Again, it sounds like a large, huge number of, of, of people, and those are Edim Vahasra. And I don't know whether um, 
it wasn't only the Erev Ra, because after Hitu, Sedina uh, Nedachas, they, they, they were uh, guilty also. So it was everybody, it was the Bnei Yisrael too. Pasuk Haftes, and Vayemer Moshe, and Moshe says, Milu Yatchem Hayoyim Lashem, that initiate yourself, uh, your hands, you know, fill your hands today, meaning that this will fill, this will qualify you as Levim, Lashem. Ki'ish bivnoi, for a man and his son, this passage says b'feirish, a man and his son, uv'achif, and in his brother, lasis lochem, lasis lochem yimbracha, so that he may bestow upon, blessing upon you this day. Uh, the fact that they will take ish bivnoi, uh, and his son, how could it be again his son? Um, couldn't be uh, if he was a levi, uh, so then his son was a levi. But um, Rashi doesn't touch it. Um, um, so forget uh, the the touch of Bnei mean the stepson. Forget exactly what touch Bnei Bochi. Rashi said Mihimay Vuhumi Yisrael. So Rashi says Milu Yedchem Atem Ha'irgim Aisum. You, the one that killed them, the Dover Zeh with this matter. With this act of killing, and you're even killing This is the way you are going to uh, initiate yourself to become to become of the omnipresent. In other words, the act of being able to do even the difficult job like this um, that makes you. Um, now this was not the plan because the uh, we learned before in Parshas Tzavah how they were initiated to become Kohanim. We're also going to learn and um, later on how it took place. Uh, this and this was not supposed to be a Chet Egel, but I guess since it did happen, so this made the the, the real Chinuch uh, uh, that this was the losses Aleichem Brach. This would be Yetchem. And what if it wasn't the Chet Eagle? Then they wouldn't have the Milu Yedchem. It's kind of somebody else's misfortune that brings them the Milu Yedchem. Uh, you fill your hands. In other words, you you become initiate through killing the Bnei Yedchem. And and as Rashi's pointed out before, and we're going to see that there was also Magepa, and there was also the, the Mayim that he tested them with, the Posiglamet, and came to pass on the next day. So this was already Yud Ches. All this took place in Yud Zayin. So, so Moshe says to the people, You have committed a grave sin. Now, who's he talking to again? This is a... Um, I guess there were people that didn't uh, protest or didn't stop or didn't... Uh, um, so everybody was in a way guilty. Everybody was responsible because um, as a community they could have stopped it and they didn't stop it and they allowed for it to be persuaded. So even if they didn't worship themselves, they didn't die, there was still a chatosim Hashem, And now I'm going to go up to Hashem. Perhaps I can atone for your sin. What does it mean? What does it so chap means like wipe away. Osim koifer v'kinua chustima. We place a cleansing, a wiping away, and a barrier. The neged chataschem for you know to to block up the chatos. The havdil benechem benachet. So to separate between you and the sin. So a chapra to either wipe away or 
or to uh, clean, or also to close up. I don't know if it's all in one and the same, or it's like other meanings within the chapra to separate between you and the sin. Pasuk Lamed Aleph, Yosha Meisha Hashem. So Meisha returns to Hashem. So Hashem didn't ask him to come. So Meisha returns by himself. Hashem apparently waited on the mountain for Meisha to come back. They don't say Hashem telling him to go back. But we do find that I, uh, uh, we don't find actually uh, that Hashem spoke to him while he was down. Because Rashi Taich Komar Hashem Lekesim Mishcharboi, that refers to the Zeveich Lelekim Yochram. Um, and also, um, Rashi pointed out that they got the um, the the misa that they got was the misa of 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 Dachas. Um, the thing is that um, why does Rashi bring the pasuk of Zerveich Lekim Yochanan, which is uh, uh, for an individual, uh, which is the misa is bechenek? Uh, um, Rashi already said that this has this was beherek, and that's why it was. Uh, like a Iran Dachas and not bring the Pasuk of Iran Dachas. Uh, now, that Aloha, the question is that Aloha of um, um, was said also on, uh, um, at, at, at Har Sinai before, they already commanded them. Even though it appears in Devarim, but it must have come from here, from the time that Moshe was in Har Sinai. So uh, should have brought the, the pasuk of Koyim Hashem, not the pasuk of Zeich Vech Lekim Yacharam, which is uh, talks about an individual. Why does Rashi bring the pasuk like this? So pasuk Lamedal VeYoshem Moshe Hashem. So again, Moshe turns to Hashem VeYemar and VeYemar and he says, again, this is on Yudches, going back by himself. Ono Chata Mazeh Chata Gedolah. Uh, please, uh, this nation has done a big sin, a grave sin. And they made for themselves a god of gold. Uh, so why did he have to say exactly made a god of gold? You are the one that caused it to them. You give them a lot of gold, v'chol cheftzom, and all what they want. You give them all their needs. Mayasu shelo yechto. What should they do? I shouldn't sin. Now they give them everything, so they they go astray. Moshe lemelech, for example, a king shoyem eichel mashkelas benoi. He would uh, give his uh, son to eat and to drink. Umakashto, he dress him up. Betoyle kizbitzavori, holding him up a coin purse on his neck. So he has mamidim pesach bezoynus, and he stations him in the entrance of a. Beizoynus, Mayasa ben Shelo Yechto. What should the son do not to sin? But how does the Moshe apply here? David uh, maybe gave him a lot of gold, yes, but he didn't. Mamidem bePesach Beizoynus. Just because Moshe Rabbeinu was away, he says that's the Mamidem Pesach Beizoynus. The fact that the Sultan came and showed them Moshe Rabbeinu and he did everything else. So he uh, he's he's basically saying, yeah, they made El Kizor, but you caused it to them. But now, if you forgive them their sin, um, it doesn't say what, but it's understood that Rashi said, then it's good. Then, then okay. If you don't, erase me now from your book which you have written. That's good. But I'm not saying to erase me, but if not, please erase me. Uh, what does he mean? He says, you know, uh, 
the Ebrish has already written the Torah, the Sifra Chasher Kosovta. Uh, we write, we wrote before that Moshe Rabbeinu wrote down the entire Torah, um, and um, Rashi in Posik Zayin Perik Chov Gimel, when it says. Um, um, Actually, Pasuk um, Dalad it says, "Vayichta in Perik Chavgim." Pasuk Dalad, "Vayichta Moshe is called Divrei Hashem." So Rashi mibreishis vadmatn Torah, and then the Kosav mitzvah and itstava b'mora. Also, Pasuk Zayin over there it says, "Vayikach sefer habris mibreishis vadmatn Torah, umitzvah and itstava b'mora." Also, before it, Hashem tells me, "Kosav zoyz yikorim basefer." That's the story with Amalek. So uh, I'm wondering, this is the Mesifra Cha Asher Kosovta, maybe the Kosovta which Moshe Rabbeinu has written in the instruction of Hashem from Bereshit Matan Torah. Moshe Rabbeinu appears there. So what does it mean? Matam Tis Chatosim Harei Toiv. Ein Neim Lachom Mechelvi. Ma'ay Mechelvi. Zemik Rekotzer. Mechein Harba. Mesifra Cha Zaktrashim Mekol HaToiro Kula. From the entire Torah. And uh, what does it mean to erase him from the entire Torah? Can the Torah be without, I mean, without the story? Or does it mean to say, I mean, um, the, the story of Torah without Moshe Rabbeinu, there's no, there's no Torah over there. I mean, what, what story, what does it mean just to erase him from the Torah? You know, is he replaceable? Is there something, everything involves around Moshe Rabbeinu. And the reason he said so, they shouldn't say upon me that I wasn't worthy to ask mercy for them, uh, because if I remain there, uh, uh, then I not die to uh, Now, I understand a little bit. But it means that it doesn't mean that he forgave them. Uh, he just yinochem al Hashem al arola amei, and that's why by yifin by yel the Hashem said yichan api vachalim. Hashem said he's not gonna achalim, not gonna destroy the entire Jewish people, and just those who got punished, you know, at the time. But over here, he's saying to him that um, he he says that um, 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 he wants to tisuchatosim. Now the Rebbe speaks already the whole sicha about this. If here we're dealing about trying to save the Eden from uh, destruction, or uh, not even the, actually, this is not destruction already because those who punished were punished already, and uh, but it's at least it's uh, um, to uh, forget to carry their sin. So what was Moshe Rabbeinu specifically asking? Uh, no punishment already, we know that. Those who needed to be punished were punished. Uh, the Klal Yisrael who stood by uh, was uh, not going to be destroyed. So what does it mean now? Meaning he wants Hashem to forgive them. Not only not to punish them, but also forgive them. And maybe... So this 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 Chatosim is not to forgive them from the annihilation, because that was already accomplished before. Hashem says to Moshe, whoever sinned against me, him I will erase from my book. Um, again, what is the meaning of that? 
It's just uh, saying, you know, not uh, that he won't erase him, but um, what does it mean? Uh, it sounds uh, I mean, just just uh, in a similar way is we find that we were trying to uh, by Yosef and his brothers. He says, uh, and uh, Yosef says, no, the one who Hashem said, he uh, says basically, whoever sinned should be erased. There is. Um, uh, a deeper meaning to just being erased of not having their name and there are things like that but the um, the concept of it of being erased from the Sefer Pasuk Lama Dalet V'ato now leich nechei es ha'om go and lead the people el ha'om el asher dibarti loch to which I have spoken to you um uh, to bring him to the land of Eretz Yisrael. Uh, behold, my angel will go before you, as Rashi says, but not I. And on the day I make an accounting, when I account for sins of the Bnei Yisrael, then I will also remember account for this sin against them. Um, against the collective sins, against everybody who was uh, there. Um, so, um, this is L'chayra, Hashem's response to Moshe uh, Rabbeinu saying Hashem is saying that he's not going to Tisachatosom because he's only going to send a Malach or he's going to Tisachatosom temporarily and B'yayim Pogdi so that he is Tisachatosom temporarily and then later on but even now, there's going to be only Malochi Yelech Lefanecha. Let's see Rashi. Lasha Dibarti Loch Yesh Kan Loch. Here the word Loch is as if the Etzel Dibur Dibarti Loch B'Mokam Elocha. Like you said, Lasha Dibarti Elocha to Lasha Dibarti, which I've spoken to you. V'chein and also Malochim Aleph in Perik Beis Yutes L'Daber Loi Al Adiniyahu is to speak to him for Adiniyahu. So it's instead of loy, it's l'daber eilecha. I'm doing instead of loy, you should say l'daber eilecha aladiniyahu, not l'daber loy aladiniyahu. Just like it says loch instead of eilecha here. Hine malochi, so Rashi will loy ani, but not I. Ubiyim pogdi. So going with Rashi, ato shemati eilecha milecha loisum yachad. Now I've heard to you from destroying them all together. Um, so I guess that Moshe Rabbeinu is asking Tisuchatosim even for destruction. But already Hashem said He's not going to destroy them, and they already killed them. So um, um, also, um, um, let's see what Rashi says. V'tomi tomi t'kshevke d'leim avinisehem, and all the time when I uh, take an accounting of their sins, uvakal d'leim at minovin azeh. So I will also account a little of this sin uh, together with the other sin. Imshar Havainus together with the other sin. Vein Peronus Baal Yisrael Sheim Boktsas Mipiron Oven Eagle. And there's no punishment that falls the Jewish people, which there is not part of the punishment for the sin of the golden calf. Um, again, when the Machzikim might say, when they're doing sins and that's where they're being punished they're also being punished a little bit over there um, 
So again, it seems like um, that Moshe Rabbeinu was praying now that these chatos shouldn't destroy them. But um, um, this was after Yudzayin uh, Yudches. Uh, this was a Yudches already. Um, and um, now it says, What does this mean? Where did this happen? Hashem plagued, uh, struck the Bnei Yisrael with a plague because they had made the calf that Aaron has made. Again, Aaron has made for them. This was uh, death by the hands of heaven for those who sinned in the presence of witnesses without Hasra, as Rashi's mentioned earlier, that Aiden Lesro was Vayigif. Now, did this Vayigif take place after Moshe Rabbeinu was on the mountain on Yudches? Uh, why? I mean, it seems like Moshe Rabbeinu judged the people on Yudzayan while he was down. Also, this was way before, as Rashi pointed out, that this process of judges was only set up which was later on. So there wasn't yet, yet the Sada Alofim, Sada Meiris, as we learned in Pashis Yisrael. So who's the one that can process all these, um, all these, um, you know, we had Aaron and Chur, and then the talk, Torah talks about before Moshe Rabbeinu went up, it was the Shivim Zkenim. It was still quite a bit to process. Um, there wasn't the whole system of judges, because that only took place later on, um, after Yom Kippur, not in this, not at Yudches, not at Yudzayin Betamuz or Yudches Betamuz. But more specifically, when did this Vayigoyf uh, happen? Um, um, and um, over there, it seems like the the um, the Bidika that took place up in Emaim is recorded in the Pasuk first. Um, and then the Pasuk talks about uh, Moshe Rabbeinu says, Mila Shemilai talks about the Herig. Um, and then um, now, after the Moshe going up to the mountain, talks about Vayigif. So, or maybe this goes back, but again, uh, Hashem is saying, uh, uh, that he li- he listens and um, that again, uh, even though those who didn't worship of Edezara, Hashem said he wants to destroy them all um, because they were all, I guess, in some way responsible. Gotta look up Mefarshim, most especially to look up see what Rashi's view on all this is. Um, um, Pasuk Aleph, Vaydaber Hashem El Moshe. So Hashem speaks to Moshe. Now, when does Hashem say this to Moshe? Um, if we should follow the Pasik, this was on Yudches already when he went up. He says, Vahimim Macharos. He says he's going to go up to Hashem Machalab Adam. Um, so Hashem says, Lechalimizah, go and up, ascend from here. Atov Ha'om, you and the people, Hashem Ha'elisa Meretz Mitzrayim, that you have brought up Meretz Mitzrayim. So again, Hashem is saying, Elisa, Rashi pointed out before, that Elisa means that Moshe Rabbeinu did not consult Hashem about the aid of Rav, and they are the one that caused it. But here Hashem is saying to again, Elisa, Meretz Mitzrayim. Again, saying the same. The same concept, Rashi doesn't explain over here. Allah Oretz, to the land of Shemishbati, that I have sworn, La'avram Yitzchok Yaakov Lamer to Avram and Yitzchok Yaakov, I'll give it to your seed. 
חייל דיסו ריספונס, מה שרבינו סעד השם נשבייתו, זוכר לאברום צורי יעקב, יש דבר יפה לדון, אז השם מסיינג, אוקיי? לך עלי מזה, זו קלאש שאומרים מזה עלי, גו אפ ארץ ישראל גבוהי מכל הארוציס. ארץ ישראל זה יותר מכל הארוציס. זה לא כל כך חשוב פה עכשיו, זה יותר מכל הארוציס. חלב כל הרוציס, זה לפעמים נכנס את זה פה, לקח נאמר עלי, זה שזה יום. רש"י באמת נכנס את זה בכמה מקומות, אני חושב, אבל אני קורא ביוסף כמה מקומות, אני לא יודע עכשיו, אבל אני חושב לגבי אברום, אולי לגבי... שהם הולכו, ובברודרים הולכו ממצרים להפעיל את המשפחות. Actually, over there it says Ridu to, uh, from Mitzrayim, it said Ridu. And Rashi explains that Ridu is the, the Ridu Shama or Raid, and they said Yorad Yoradno, it was a Yerida for them. Uh, the 210 years are hindered in the word Ridu. Um, Rashi brings down in the Parshas Mikates. Um, so because they were going from Eretz Yisrael, so that's why Fakir, it was always Ridu, Ridu to Mitzrayim. Um, no, that's why it was always Vayerdu Mitzrayim or Vayerdu. Uh, because going from Eretz Yisrael, which is Gavaya, Rashi Meimek Chevre, Rashi says Chevre was Bahad, but they had to make some Muka. There's many times we'll go, we'll go on. Rashi's mentioned this uh, before. Dover um, Achar, another Pshat, with Lech Aleik, Lapesh Amor Leik, towards this, that Hashem told Shas Akas when Hashem was upset in Shmois, before Leich Reid, the scent from your Gedula, so Hashem says him now, Amalei B'Shasrots and Leich Alei, go up. Also, could this be that this was towards the end of the second 40 days that Moshe Rabbeinu was on the Har now, and Hashem is, you know, Moshe Rabbeinu was praying for forgiveness for them, Tisach HaTosam, and this was Hashem's final response towards the end of it. I don't know, we'll see further what Rashi says. Again, the Pesach says, I will send before you an angel, and I'll push away, I'll chase, drive out. The six nations we find here, Rashi says, He stood up and he... emigrated from uh, for the Eden by himself, so they didn't have to chase him away, because he left by themselves. So it was also mentioned several times in the Pasuk, which we only have the six Umais instead of seven. Pasuk Gimel, and uh, bring them a letter to Zavos to the land for milk and honey. Ki bikir because I will not go up in your midst, ki am ato, since you are next ne- uh, stiff-necked people. Uh, as the Pasuk is Rashi explained before, meaning that they turned their back to the Mechichem, means it's very strong. Uh, last I destroy you on the way. So Hashem says, better not because if then as Rashi will explain. Uh, I tell you to take them. Uh, because Hashem says, and Rashi and the Pesach says here that the Bartiloch was Eretz Zovetz Cholavod Vosh 
That's why I say, Vishalachti Lafanachamalach, I'm only gonna send the Malach. Kishay Kiyam Kshayrif Ato, because you're a stubborn nation or a hostile necked people. And when my divine is amongst you, not just an angel, but myself, my divine, then you rebel against me, then I will increase my fury against you. Um, so, um, this is all um, all talking about that there will not be a Mishkan where the Hashem's presence will be there um, until the Hashem agreed to make the Mishkan that came much later uh, by the last time but this was an Amk Sheyayrav and Hashem says not going to go a lotion of destruction and basically uh, this fits in with what we learned in Parshish Bishpatim in Shishi that's in Pesach Chav Perik Chav Gimel uh, and this is already in the first time on the mountain, apparently, over there it says, Hashem says, Hinei Rashi says there, So here they were told the news. Now, no, Kanis Basru, I mean, Moshe Rabbein maybe was Nis Basru. This was being told to Moshe on the mountain when he came down. As I believe made note when we learned it over then, what does it mean is basru? Uh, but the Shekhinah says to them, Kiloi ala bikirbacha. And Hashem is giving you uh, warnings. I shamer mi pono vishma bekoila al tamer boy. Al tamer boy, Kiloi yisa li pishachem. Kishmi bikirboy. And Hashem keeps on telling you, Kiim. And Rashi Vadir specifically also touches Ashmi Bikirboy, Rabbi Seinom Rizematatrin, Shishmeke Shem Rabbi, that Begimatri Shakai. So, but anyways, so this is what Hashem is telling him. Uh, even before, this was in the first 40 days up on the mountain, uh, what's going to happen uh, later on, and this is Lechera on the second, uh, after that, in the second 40 days. Uh, so now, the people hear this bad news, and they mourned uh, that Hashem is not going to go with them. Or that being pogged with pakati, but basically Hashem is not going to go with them. Rashi says, "So shosu ish edge olav." So no one put on his edge. Edge um, is the crowns that they received. Um, now, uh, when did this vayishma haom that the vayisabalu? No, no, no. When is when 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 the Yishma Asumas Avarazel? When did Moshe Rabbeinu tell them this? On Yudches, he was up on the mountain, and I'm, I'm wondering maybe this discussion goes back to, even though the pasuk says, "Ba'im imochras v'yemeshlo matchatos v'chatos v'lata al Hashem lechapat chataschem," And then Vayoshev Moshe Chatvias Lamed Kizeov Atav Tzis Chatosom Vayoshev Moshe Moshe Chatov Lamed Gimel, and 
everything goes to Hemshech. And the main vegan goes back to the uh, to the previous, and by Davish Hamishlech Aleim is when the previous when it was the first time in the forty days on the mountain. Um, doesn't say. Um, but definitely, when is Vayishma Asomer Dover Azeh? I mean, Moshe Rabbeinu. The only time. Lechayda uh, was when he came down after the forty days, the second forty days. Okay, let's uh, see in the Rashi as we go on. Um, so Hadavar Azor Azeh Shein Ashkin Shayda Malechasimam that the Shkin isn't going with them. Um, so Ish Adyo Ksarim Shnitlam Bechayev Kshamur Nasiv Nishma. They were given crowns and Chayev when they said Nasiv Nishma. Um, they got two crowns. I don't think uh, Rashi mentioned it before, uh, but here we learn that there was crowns given to them. And Hashem says to Moshe, again, where is this taking place? Moshe is communicating the Eden, hearing this, and then the Eden uh, didn't put on their crowns. And Hashem says to Moshe, uh, You are a stiff-necked people. Uh, if I go up with you uh, for a moment, and then I will destroy you. But now, leave off your uh, your crowns, and and I will know what to do to you. I'm wondering how these kisarim, the two kisarim worked, were they one on top of the other? Um, so it seems like uh, they didn't put uh, on their, their 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 jewelry, their crowns, uh, the two crowns when it you know um, that were given them. And but what Hashem says to them, "Ato hated um, Leave off your finery. That's one thing. And then the same adds, as she says, that with the violation of the rest of the sin. So, so Hashem is saying, This punishment you will suffer immediately. That you shall take off your edge. So they took it off, and basically Hashem, they already did it on their own. But then Hashem is punishing them, saying, That's right away. This is remembering the other sins. Uh, know what I uh, what I have in mind to, to do to you. Uh, Rashi brought it down before Embracious already. Uh, when sometimes Hashem is ma'ayim, gives a threat. Uh, I think by lochem kol Kain. I'm quite sure that Rashi mentioned it somewhere before, and uh, that it was like a uh, the Rashi quoted the pasuk ve'edo ma'eseloch in the way that Rashi said. That uh, without the Torah specifying what it is, there is um, 
a thread, I will know already what to take care of you uh, when you're ma'ayim on somebody. <laughs> I can't remember exactly where the pasuk is right now. Rega echod. I'm going back to the Rashi. I went the wrong started later on. Rega echod ela bikirbo chilisicha. Im ela bikirbo If I will go up to you, v'atem amrimri birkashi sarvechem, you rebel against me with your stiff neckness as a malachim rega echod. I will become on you angry one second. Shehu shir zame. That's the amount. That's the measure of Hashem's wrath. It's a rega. Shenamar yishayichov avchov chag. The kimat regad yaverzam. You have to wait an instant until the anger passes by. So vachala eschem. Then I will destroy you. That's why it's better for you. I send you a malach, and not not by myself. And now Rebbe is telling you to take a merjicha, and then vayter ve'edom esolach. I know what to do to you for the other thing. But it's not slow. But Yisrael is edjem archeiv. So the children of Israel they vested themselves of their. Finery of their crowns from Harchayrev as Edim, Harchayrev Kdashi as Adi, the ornament, Shahi Biyodam Harchayrev that they had in their hands from Harchayrev. So again, with this, this section we'll see in Rashi, Moshe Yikach Asoil, and Moshe uh, took the tent and Venotaloy, uh, and he pitched it for himself, Machutzla Machana. Outside the camp, harchik mina machana, distance uh, from the camp. The kara loy and he called him oyhel moed, called the tent of meeting. For you come avakish Hashem, anybody who would seek Hashem yitzel oyhel moed will go to the oyhel moed. Hashem uchutz lamachana, which is outside of the camp. Dr. Ashi, Umoyshe, Me'oysa Om Vahola, from that sin and on, Yikach Esa'oyel, Loshen Hoivahu. So, uh, this is the present meaning that Lokech Olev Neteya Luchubachus Lamachana, meaning that he would take his tent and pitch it outside of the camp. Omar, he said, Menuda Laram, Menuda Latalmud. He said, One who is banished from the master is banished from the, from the disciple. So if the Yidin are banished from Hashem, that Hashem is not amongst them, then the teacher is also not going to, the student also not going to be amongst them. So the, he's going along with the Ebishter. So he's also going, Mechutz Lamachana. Harchik, that's Alpay Mahmud, that's 2,000 Amis. Kinyi Shinemar, it says, Yeshua Gimda Dalad. Rochiki, Archrochiki, Ebenechem, Kbein of Kalpay Mahmud, But there shall be a distance between you and it, just 2,000 cubits by measure. So, Distance is two thousand amas. The koraloi, and he would call it uh, the tent of meeting. Oyel uh, moyed, he called it the tent of meeting. Who beis vadim vakshet toyra would be tent of meeting. That the meeting has those seeking toyra, and therefore kom vakish Hashem. Everybody seek Hashem. Mekalim vakish pnei zokin kim mekalim From here we deduce that one who seeks the presence of his sage is. That amount to one who seeks the presence of the Shekhinah because he will make Hashem by seeking Moshe Rabbeinu. So he will go out. When they ask where the Shekhinah is, um, so. 
now we're still going to see in Rashi when did this all this happen at the end, when did this all happen that uh, they heard and they spoke and they didn't want and Moshe left him and all this, we'll see at the end of the Rashi so in the end of the subject matter uh, and it would be when Moshe would go out to the tent so all the people would rise they would stand by the the opening of their tent, the entrance of the tent, and they would gaze at Moshe until he would come to his tent. means in the present tense, it would be, to go to the oil. He had some business in the Machana too, but then when he would go to his oil, they would stand in front of him, they wouldn't sit down, until he would be covered, they wouldn't see him anymore, so they would be standing. And they would look after Moshe Lishvach in admiration. They would say, uh, Lucky is a born through a woman, a human being, that he's so sure. That the Shechina will go after him to the entrance of his tent. When Moshe entered his tent, entered the tent, so the pillar of cloud would descend. And it's then at the entrance of the tent. Now, which is the Amud Ha'onon? Is the Onon that went in front of them? Is that the Amud Ha'onon? Or was. Uh, like and he would speak in the present tense. Not in the past, he's spoken already, but he speaks in Moshe. He would speak to himself with Moshe. He would speak to himself, like he would speak to himself with Moshe. Um, uh, which is the normal respect for the Shekhinah, that's called the Shekhinah. Uh, like in the verse, he heard the voice speaking to him. He didn't say his voice talked to him. He didn't say, like, uh, he heard the voice speaking to him, but one does not read when uh, when one reads Medaber, it means uh, it means that the voice will speak to itself. Uh, and the commoner, the ordinary person, will hear by himself. Uh, but when it reads uh, uh, Medaber, uh, that means that the king speaks with the uh, the head, the head, with the with the commoner, with the ordinary person. So there's a difference between me daber with a chilek, me daber. It spoke me uh, daber. It would speak like by itself, and then he heard it. Or me daber with a shor means he actually speaks to him. Um, so, uh, but by the shechina, it's more common. It says me daber is as if spoken to himself, and you're just hearing it rather than speaking directly to Moshe Rabbeinu. When the older people would see the pillar of the cloud, standing in the entrance of the tent, then the people would rise, and they would uh, prostrate themselves, each one at the entrance of his tent. But first it says uh, that they would wait till Moshe Rabbeinu, um, so they would watch Moshe till they wouldn't see him anymore. 
what happened afterwards, after they wouldn't see him anymore because he went so far 2,000 amas, they couldn't see 2,000 amas. It's too far of a distance, but they could still see the pillar. Um, and when they see the, the, the pillar, so then they got up again, become Kolaam. And then they prostrated again. How exactly did it work? Not to Moshe, but there was to the Shechina. And Hashem spoke to Moshe face to face. As one speaks to his companion. And then he would come back to the camp. So, uh, what would he return to the camp? Uh, he would to teach the people. And so, besides it was Ohil Moshe, they would come to him to learn, but then he would also go back to the Machana. And his attendant, Yeshua bin Nun, uh, Yeshua, the son of Nun, Nar, uh, he was a lad, he would not depart from the tent. So already we learned about before Yeshua waiting for him by the mountain, and here he's saying he would not depart from the tent, uh, meaning, well, what? Even when, uh, uh, even when he went into the Machana, he, and he would stay there, uh, um, so then Um it says Moshe Rabbeinu would go back to the Machana and he would be in the, in the oil by we're outside of them in the Harchik um, after he spoke with him uh, Moshe Rabbeinu would return to the camp and he would teach the elders what he learned. The Skenim is the sheep of Skenim, Rashi, that the Posik talked about before. So they were already the sheep of Skenim at that time. Now, when is this exact time? We'll see soon. This thing, from the time that, that the Mishkayim Keeper until Hukam Mishkan So, We'll see. Let's see in a minute. Listen, uh, Seventeen uh, So that didn't take place on Shivasar Betamus itself, but uh, So the Sreifa Egel and. Is, uh, then he's Zereya Pnei Maim Lecheda and Dona Sachitim with the judge, those are Behasro Lecheda because without Edim Lecheda was Vayigav Hashem, it wasn't Moshe that was done. Ube Tisha Osir Olo, but he went up on Tisha Shnemar, Vahimim Mocharas, Vayim Meshul Hashem. How does Rashi know that it wasn't Beshiva Osir Betamuz, that surface eagle? Because once he came down half a day and um, and he uh, he broke the luchas and uh, he spoke to Aaron, so maybe uh, this, it wasn't enough time to to down everybody. Then so it had to be Shmenoser, sort of as eagle. Why not on the seventh again? The lechayda sort of eagle should have been as soon. It says when he descended from the mountain, it says right away, which was on the seventeenth. So the Chayra, the Pasuk Yutas, um, in Periklamat Beis, when it says, Vayikashe karvelamach nevayaras eigelum mochelu v'yichar meshviyashlach milos aluchis, that had to happen right then, because he descended from the mountain, he broke the luchas, Vayishabarez dachzar. But it says, Vayikachas eigel, Vashad osu v'yisrov ba'eish v'yitachat ashadok, that's already Shemayin osur. 
and then he was done the people uh, uh, and he spoke to Aaron. I don't know why Rashi. What, I don't know the hechrich for the pshut shemikra for this. So I, I to figure this out. But anyways, Rashi said b'shemayin also sarav saig of donat zachitim u'batisha also ola. And then he went up on the nineteenth. Uh, so that means that uh, a lot of the story took place on the eighteenth. Uh, so then it says also shamar boim yoyim. She was there for 40 days and received a mercy. It says, uh, like the Yom Harishonim. So, uh, so that means that it was there for another 40 days. So, if you start from the um, from the 19th and the 20th, you have two days. Uh, you have two days. So the the nineteenth, just like we didn't count the um, seventh day of, uh, because that was the day needed forty full days. So the you didn't count the nineteenth, so you counted the twentieth day. So if you count the twentieth day, um, and uh, if we should say that it was chaser, uh, it seems to me that it was chaser the month of Tammuz. Here we said before it had to be Molly, but if the month of Chav of Thomas is a chaser, so then there is like 10 days from, from, uh, there's 11 days actually, um, because from, uh, from the 20th, uh, no, to 20th, to the 29th is 10 days, and then we're going to say that the, um, there's other 29 days, uh, um, of the month of, uh, of, uh, and the 40th day at that point is going to be the Rosh Elul or if uh, Av was a Chaser no, um, no, uh, they both had to be Chaserim so you had 29 days and Rosh Elul is the 30th day and then you have 9 days of uh, from Chof Aleph till Chof Tes if we're saying uh, so that's 39, and you have at least the day of Chaf, so that'll be 40. So they both have to be Chaseidim Lechayra, and not counting the um, uh, not counting the 19th day, because that's the Lai Le'imoy Lechayra. Asho Aboim Yoim, Ubikish Rachamim, and he asks for mercy. Shinamar, it says, Dvarim Tesh Tchaz Vesn Panapalif Na'ashem. The Pesach says the Befeirish, um, uh, this was after the breaking of the Luchas, this is before, to get uh, we can't count the night of, uh, we can't count the day of the the 19th, so it has to be the um, the 20th, but one second over here, it says, Go up in the morning in Har Sinai. So, uh, that means that he came down on the day of, of um, it was 40 days, but the 40 days ended on the day before El. So either uh, one of them had to be a Mali then, or we counted, 
or we counted the nineteenth. Um, because if if let's say if, if of was a mole, so you have thirty days of of, and then you have uh, from uh, from chof aleph, if it's a mole, uh, you have from chof aleph till lamed. If if tamuz is a mole, from chof aleph to lamed, you have another ten days. Um, so that would make it uh, forty days. Uh, from Chof Aleph, uh, but uh, if you start from Chof, uh, day before, uh, then you would have uh, a full 40 days. Um, uh, but here we're saying that um, he went up on the 19th, so one of these days had to be a Choser, uh, one of these months, either Tammuz or Av, so that's why... Um, he he was able to come down on on uh, on the last day of of of. Um, Rashi doesn't specifically say that when he went up could be there was a day or two in between then, but it just says that on the he was told to go up. Rashi is just saying here that uh, it doesn't say exactly when they finished, so we don't have to assume right now. We just know that he was there for forty days, starting from the nineteenth. When they ended, we don't know yet. It doesn't say here. And then it says, "Baruch Hashem Shalom Nemer Loi." It says to him, "Baruch Hashem Shalom Shmois Lamadalat Beis," which we're going to learn soon. Valis to Babekel Har Sinai lekabel Luchas Achrenis to go up in the morning to Har Sinai to get the Luchas Achrenis. Vasu Shamar Boim Yoyim, and he was there for forty days. Shenemar Bahem, because it says in the Varim Yud Pasuk Yud, it says, "Os Vanoich Amadeti Bahar Kiyamim Harishenim VeGoimer." So that just like the first ones were willingly, the other ones also willingly. So that means that these were not the same forty days uh, that were Hashem uh, that was because that the middle ones were with Hashem's anger. So um, what are the forty days? We start with Chodesh Elul, and you have Chavtes Yoyim. Then you start from Aleph till Yud. Um, Again, you have uh, ten days, and uh, so how do you have forty days? Um, um, so you have starting from Rishchidish Elul. So there must have been a Mali then uh, Elul because you have thirty days plus the ten, the fortieth day, and uh, even that way you don't have forty Shleim. So how do you have forty nights also because the Rishchidish Elul doesn't have a night with it? Um, so even if it's a mole, so from one to thirty is thirty days, and then from one plus from one to ten is ten days. Uh, so how do you have? I don't know. How do you have uh, forty? And the pasuk says, I think Befeirish. Uh, I don't know how you get that by Mloyla because if it started, if you went started Melissa by Har Sinai, so that was an Rishchidish Elul, so he didn't have the night of Elul. So starting from the only had the second night and then they came down with the next days. So on the tenth day of Tishri Hashem agreed said that I forgiven as you and he gave him over the second Luchis after that. And then he descended on Yom Kippur. And he told them to, uh, he began to instruct them, starting with Yom Kippur. 
and we'll see Vayakil Moshe was done as we're going to later as was Machashi B'Kippurim so he began to instruct him Melecha Mishkan Vasu Adachad B'Nisan they made it till the first day of Nisan Umishahukam and once it was stood up Lai Nidbar Imayid Elam Oil Moid then he didn't speak to him but from Elam Moid so this is uh, this was from Yom Kippurim Vachukan Mishkan so Lechayra so this Dibr Hashem Ponim Ashponim Veroch Olam Asamud Onon uh, even after Hashem says Lachti Kedvarecho Lechayda, so it says Moshe Yikhas Oil. So when was the Vayish Bohamas Adavar Rohazeh? And we're not done yet because we're going to learn later in the pasuk that the Moshe Rabbeinu Poel by the Ebrister that Hashem Shchina should be with them. So this this piece. Um, uh, so this was a follow-up to what Hashem says uh, that and Hashem says that's all so this is all the khaira together Hashem says to Moshe so um, the khaira is, is this uh, since um, Rashi is just telling you when this took place, but the discussion could have taken place v'shav uh, alamachne. Uh, Moshe Yikachas Oyel, maybe uh, the implementation was later on. I don't know. Still having a very hard time figuring out when this took this all these things is taking place. Uh, uh, Moshe went up in the mountain the second time on Yutes, as Rashi says and then whatever there was no time for him uh, to go back and forth and so this seems all this happened after he came down from the mountain but let's see what happens later on that Moshe paled that there was a change so maybe all this uh, when it says that must have been uh, but the Shem was, was, he was praying for 40 days and uh, that Hashem forgave him a little bit that must have been at the end because it was still because and then the final Burotzen came later on but uh, when he says is this a chilek from the Kaas so this is already I don't know, afterwards so we see the next uh, Rashi finally he came back to the camp all present, that's what they did on a regular basis. Hashem spoke to Moshe, they should return to the camp. Who's going to bring them close? So, that means that the tent, he went back. So, Hashem spoke to Moshe, so he changed and he, and he, he came back. So, when again did this take back? It's also not clear exactly. We'll see in the next the parsha. Maybe this will be clarified.